631. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the hot rock and flame throwing. Mighty Tower Power. That's it. Uh, Radio X. Where does flame throwing come from? Did anyone ever do that? Yes. Oh, really? In uh, 1978, mm. uh, Spanky McFarlane, the American uh, top 40 jock, mm. uh, brought a flamethrower into the studio to make the hits, hot hits. Ah, I see. Spanky, um, was it? Spanky, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, hence the flamethrower. Right, didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. That's what it was. Didn't know that. Always oh, just made up nonsense that DJs used to say. Yeah, it could be that, couldn't it? The sounds of Mr. Elton John. That's right. It's from that school, isn't it? Any DJ who plays a song and then says the sounds of afterwards. Yeah. Always makes me smile because yeah. they are correct when you're on the radio that everything is a sound. It can only be a sound. The sounds of Mariah Carey there. Yeah. I did a demo with somebody once, and they, they would say that. Mm. I'd say... The sounds. You don't, you don't say the sounds of, after every link, because everything is a sound. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> the sounds of Mariah Carey, the sounds of Backstreet Boys, the sounds of... It's all... They're all sounds. Yeah. It's not a smell, is it? It's a sound. Mm. Not the smell of Mariah Carey, would you? Did you have to come up with a variety of ways of saying the same thing, you know, back in the the day <laughs> I just learned uh, I came up with a phrase that just covered everything hmm. which was that was that was oh the that's Bissies. good okay that was the Beatles that was the Beatles that's good that's did smart. you ever go the Beatles there there There's, now there is overused a lot I might have done in the early days mm, yeah. the Beatles that was <laughs> so <laughs> no, Yoda, no, that, no. That's, that was there weird. the Beatles was why would you be talking backwards yeah yeah mm. that's it that's it the great sounds there of the Beatles, and I want to hold your hand. That's it. Always pause. <laughs> it's when they pause on the titles that really annoys me. Hold your hand. Let's get the travel. <laughs> I love that. It's always travel. James O'Brien, as you know, mm. one of my favourite things about James O'Brien and LBC is when he tells you the time, he then tells you that that's the time. So he'll go, 10.34, that is the time. He's started to pull back on that a little oh, bit has now. He? Yes, he knows. He's aware, yeah. isn't he? But when he reads the phone number out, he absolutely does what you does he? jokingly say, where he goes... Slow down. Uh, yeah. The phone line's open now. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Six, 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 nine, seven, 
three in the next hour. <laughs> I don't know why they all do. Why are you doing that? I've heard <laughs> others do the time now. Tom yeah. Swarbrick is is the time. I've heard. Oh, really? Oh, he's done yeah. that. Six thirty three. Is that is the, the time? Oh, is it? Oh, so I thought it was the bus you get to work. I told you on a very local radio station I worked on years ago. Uh, we sponsored the time, so it'd be the time brought you with Steve's, I don't know, Steve's vans or something like that. How weird. The time is the time. Oh, we should do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, should we get the 6.34 with, I don't know, Debbie's trousers. Don't know. That's not even a proper company, I'd imagine. So I'll see. I'm on Lemsip. It's going to warn you. Whatever the weather. Yeah, whatever That's the weather. still going on. Yes. Well, still going on. Whatever the weather. I think it's in the contract that if you sponsor ITV weather, you have to have whatever the weather. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you're Pot Noodle. Yeah. ITV weather, sponsored by Pot Noodle. Mmm, chicken and mushroom, mm. whatever the weather. Yeah, you can eat or, in the rain. Or if it's a funeral directors. Yeah. We'll bury your dead. Whatever the weather. Whatever the weather. It works, doesn't it? It does work. Debbie Speaking of weather... What? Debbie trousers are a thing. Oh, no. Debbie trousers? Yeah, Debbie trousers. Really? Once you put them on, yeah. you'll never want to take them off. <laughs> Is that are you serious? Yeah, I've Debbie... never felt like that about a pair of trousers. Never. No. Unless I've been out in public. Yeah. Most people want to take their trousers off, don't they? <laughs> Do they? <laughs> All in the your time. experience? <laughs> I mean, Maybe some... when they hang out with you, but not when they hang out with me, it's they real... padlock them. Very generalised uh, statement there, yeah. Pip. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> but, I Most people want to take them off. You take them off when you get home. Should I take them off? Not straight away. First thing, no. No, no. Shoes off, in. trousers off. Sit but, down, have some tweet. Yeah. You know, you need to go to coffee. the toilet sometimes. So if you're wearing jeans, mm. as soon as you get home, your jeans are off? Well... Not always, but you mm. know. And this is to- your rule. Yeah. Toby's are always off. Straight away. He likes just being. Then when, what does he put on? Nothing. So he'll just walk around in his pants. No, like he likes to kind of just be know, naked. Be naked. Show you the yeah. male. So you'll get home from work today. Mm. Let's say it's a quiet day. Yeah. Although not today. Aren't you playing golf today? Uh, yes, afternoon. Playing so golf. But let's say it's a normal day. Yeah. You're at home. Yeah. He gets home. And you go, oh, hi, love, how's the show? And as he's going, yeah, it's not, he's just undoing his jeans. And he mm. goes, yeah, it was good, actually. Takes his jeans off. Now, but I imagine he didn't fold him, just put some on the back of the sofa. Oh. Then he takes his undercrackers off. And you go, oh, do you want a cup of tea? I'd love a coffee. And he's just naked from yeah. the waist Sometimes, down. Sometimes, yeah. But he doesn't put them on a chest. So Toby does that thing where you take them off, you step out of them where each leg goes inside out. And then he just leaves them like spread eagle on the on the oh, floor. Oh no! Oh, you need to nip that off. in the bud. Nip that one in the bud. This is why this is why their relationship works mm. is because seemingly, even though I know it's not true because yeah. there's evidence, it's like Pippa's from come from another world and has never been in a relationship. Yeah, and she just thinks that's normal. That's, that's the what norm. every woman puts up with when a fella gets in from work. Yeah. Go on. Evening, love. The traffic was an absolute nightmare. Takes everything off from the waist down, just leaves it all over the floor. <laughs> What's for dinner? Yeah, that's normal. And Pippa's there in the kitchen, pinny on. Um, I'm doing a souffle. Bloody marvellous. Give me a whiskey. I'm going to watch sport. Don't be turning to Nick Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loves the souffle. Troops on believers. Here we go. Loves the souffle. Loves the souffle. Anyway, speaking of weather, mm. I saw this great thing on Twitter today, on this morning, that I've never seen before. Mm. Um, I've started watching. I, I'm, I'm ran, I keep getting thrown loads of stuff my way on Twitter. Right. Some of it is like, oh, that's interesting, and some of it is, I don't want to see this. Mm. 
Yeah. And also... You have to uh, mute it, don't you? Or? I th- well, I think the algorithm on Twitter is getting a bit like TikTok, where if you watch something for yeah. 0.001 second, it goes, they like this! Yeah. yeah. They want to see more of it! I'm well, like, no, I, I don't. That's the for you thing, isn't it, on it? Which is, yeah, loads of stuff comes oh, up. But it's yeah. not for me. I don't want it. Yeah. There's no. political views that I'm not aligned with. There's a, a thoughts and stuff that I'm not that I'm not all about yeah. at all. Women should be in the kitchen. I'm like, why am I, why am I seeing this? I don't want to... No, scroll off. He watched it! Mm. Send him more stuff. You know, these outrageous people who just say stuff that's shocking. Yeah, for the sake of it. All transgender people are badges. I'm like, no! I've just yeah. watched a video, what you're saying, transgender people are badges. And then that's it. That's, that's it. all I'll get is, yeah. transgender people are badges. I'm like, I don't... But I don't think they are badges. Don't, no. Please don't send me any more of this. Um... But anyway, this morning, mm. um, I got a, a, this. Somebody just randomly posted this, and they said I post this every year because it's just brilliant. Right. And um, to understand the clip, you need to remember the day today mm. with Chris Morris, which is a work of genius. Which was, I'm going to say, ninety mid nineties, four nineteen ninety four. Yeah, something like that. It was a radio show. It was a comedy radio show hosted by a man called Chris Morris and then that became a TV show and it was a parody of the news. Yes. And it was a parody of, because it was a radio show, the radio news Mm. when you listen to like Radio 4 or something. And then they moved to TV and it was a parody of television news. Yeah, on the hour was the radio version. Correct. Yeah. And it was done so brilliantly. Mm -hmm. The opening titles alone were... Over the top, mm. really dramatic music with millions of shots of things flying into the screen, yeah. and it just and the theme tune would slightly change every week, and it would just go on forever. So good. And then Chris Morris would do the news at a desk, mm-hmm. kind of like Jeremy Paxman if he was in a very, very, very bad mood. That's it. It's aggressive news. Yeah, read brilliantly. And there's a bit where he speaks to one of their journalists who's out in the field. Was it um, Brian O'Hanrahan ran ran? Well, let's listen, shall we? Our economics correspondent, Peter O'Hanrahan oh, yes. is with oh, the Peter. Minister for Ships, Michael Crane. He's just prized him out of an emergency meeting. I'm with the Minister for Ships, That's Michael Crane. That's what I've just said, come spewing straight back out of his stupid meeting. slab of a face. Mr Crane, choppy waters for the government. Not at all, Peter. Uh, this procedure was entirely proper, and I think the inquiry will prove that the government's handling of this matter was entirely proper. So the government's ship back on course? Absolutely. Back to you, Chris. Peter, what the hell was that? This man's made a big-scale cock-up here. You let him get away with it. Now, let me speak to him. Put your earpiece next to his head and stand still. Now, Minister, there's reason to believe that you lied to the House. How do you answer that? Well, that is a very serious and unfounded allegation, and I'll be making a statement to the House based on the preliminary inquiry next week. A week is a long time in politics. Rab Butler. Shut up, Peter. Now, Minister, did you or did you not lie to the House? I will be making a full statement to the House next it's week. It's a simple question, yes or no. Did you or did you not lie? I, um... As the Minister for Ships sprawls on the pin, it's back to you, Chris. No, it isn't, Peter. He's about to answer the question. He's about to admit to lying to the House. You've let him get away again. Where's he gone? Over there. Well, get him back. Hmm? He's in a cab. Peter, you've lost the news! Anyway, so... <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> just one That's beautiful, so nice. beautiful sketch. Yeah. So I'm on scrolling through Twitter, which I still call Twitter, mm. and uh, a man called Neil Miles, right, who I don't know, says, "I know I post this every year, but it never stops being funny." Michael Burke plays Chris Morris to Ian McCaskill's Peter O'Hanrahan. <laughs> now, this is in the aftermath of uh, a storm in 1987. This is real yeah. from the BBC News. So there was a storm in Britain in 1997 with winds that were classed as hurricane winds. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't hugely predicted by the Weather Centre. No. Okay? So... Michael Burke, the extremely well-respected BBC journalist, mm -hmm. is doing the news and goes to the weatherman, okay. Ian McCaskill. Right. It's so Chris Morrison day-to-day. -day, oh, really? It's unreal. Oh, let's hear it. And you don't see this anymore. You didn't really see it then. Right. You certainly don't see it now. Okay. And here's what happened. And this is genuinely from the news in 1987. Well, joining me now from the London Weather Centre is the BBC's weather forecaster, Ian McCaskill. Well, Ian, you chaps were a fat lot of good last night. Well, we have been forecasting high winds and gales relentlessly since Sunday. We admit, I admit, we weren't forecasting hurricane force winds, and that's what we got, and that's what we will get maybe once every 50 years, maybe once a lifetime. We haven't worked out the figures just yet. Well, yes, but your weather forecast at midnight last night talks about a rather windy, showery airflow, blustering bursts of showery rain. No kidding. I mean, if you can't uh, forecast the worst storms for several centuries, three hours before they happen, what are you doing? Well, we did forecast it uh, rather more than three hours before it happened. Unfortunately, that was around midnight, a bit late to tell people. We told everybody we could think of. Well, I was talking to the ambulance centre this morning and they didn't get any warning at all. We didn't tell the ambulance people. <laughs> they didn't ask us to. Oh, well, yes, all right. But how bad was it, uh, Ian, in well, relation to what's gone on in the past? I mean, is, was this really a sort of record-breaking yes, storm? Yes, uh, the oldest people around here, and that's me, I uh, can't remember anything like it at all. We're starting to look in history books. We'll find a storm that looks like it in 1703. Now, there have been other stormy periods since then, Michael, but uh, uh, very little uh, uh, stronger than that, and not in the London area. We are quite confident that this is the strongest thing we can find for many, many years in London. Well, are you weathermen just shrugging your shoulders as a result no, of all this, not. or is there an I inquest going on down there at the uh, weather centre? Well, the... All right, Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael. Come on, Michael. Back off, Michael. If yeah. we analysed them every time we got a weather forecast oh, wrong. Absolutely. I think we should. Be the entire show. And we should do it like this. Well, joining me now from the London Weather Centre is the BBC's weather forecaster, Ian McCaskill. Well, Ian, you chaps were a fat lot of good last night. <laughs> Whoa, how rude. <laughs> fat lot of good. Yay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Poor old Ian. That lovely. Wow. <laughs> Poor Ian. He was, he was brilliant, Ian McCaskill, as well, I thought. What happened? When you looked out the window, the curtains were closed, you blithering idiot. <laughs> Well, well, no, Michael, we, we, we have got all the technology and sometimes weather just moves. Mm. Does it? <laughs> ah, I thought oh. that was fab. Oh, dear. Oh, blimey. Who was that, Michael? Michael Burke. Burke. Yeah. Burke. Michael Burke. Michael mm. Burke. Very well very respected. very close to Michael Burp. It is? Yes. Ooh, that'd be brilliant if his name was Michael Burp and he used to burp in his intro to the news every night because that's his catchphrase. Yeah. Welcome to the Six O'Clock News. I'm Michael Burp. Yeah. We start this evening with Margaret Thatcher. Trevor McDonald when he went bong. Oh, no, he didn't actually, did he? <laughs> Who did the impression of him? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. Lenny? Um, Could have been Lenny. 
Him and Lenny Henry. Did he say bong? Yeah, he's wrong. It's 10 o'clock. Bong. <laughs> That's what I think it was Lenny Henry. It's very funny. Oh, anyway. Hello, hello, hello. Um... I picked uh, Tiff up from the dentist yesterday. Oh. Oh, yeah, she'd be... I got an insight into what it would be like if my girlfriend suddenly developed a really bad drug habit, (laughs) a legal drug habit. Oh, really? So, yeah, so she had some treatment yesterday and they had to uh, give her whatever, Mm. gas. I don't know what it is. They knock her out, make her silly. Mm. And then I had to pick her up because she couldn't drive. I mean, she could barely walk. Right, really. Oh, she was off her face. Was she? She was off her face. Did you, you should have recorded it. Had a well, chat with her. Because she, so she was, her <laughs> mouth was totally numb. Right. So she's kind of talking like this, couldn't we move it? Oh. And she was like, she, the, she was talking to the anaesthetist. Mm. Have I said that right? Yes. Almost. And she's going, thank you so much for looking after me. It was like I was living with a really crap ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say, no problem, no at all. And yeah, as I say, it'll wear off a little bit. I hope so, because I can't feel my face. Yeah. Tiff, just say bottle of beer. And the woman's clearly used to it, so she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, she because I'd not got there quick enough, so she'd taken herself off and bought herself a coffee, but now she can't feel anything in her yes, mouth. be careful, don't you? Right? Drinks, yeah. So she's trying to drink it, but she can't, she can't feel when the cup touches her lip. So she's kind of holding it with two hands, like right. she's really leather drunk. <laughs> and then she's, and every time she drinks out of this coffee cup, she's checking herself because she <laughs> thinks she's dribbled. Oh. But she's not actually dribbling. Right. So she's kind of like, oh God, oh, and uh, show knife. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, you've not dribbled. Okay. Oh, how is the traffic? Oh, <laughs> you've not dribbled. Yeah, the traffic was just a bit busy coming in to get you, that's all. Mm. And how are the cats? Yeah, the cats are fine. Oh, you've not dribbled. <laughs> I was like literally for half an hour on the way home. But she's all normal now, I guess. Yeah, and then she got in and she's talking to the cats. Right. Hi, They're looking at her like, what's wrong with you? Who's this woman? Yeah. And then she just fell asleep. Right. Oh, oh dear, that's not nice. And then she woke up, and then we had our tea, and then we went to watch a movie, mm. and because she'd had a stressful day, I let her choose a movie. Yeah. Of course, she picked some, like, blooming rom-com thing. Oh, uh, was it? What did you watch? What's wrong with you women? What's, what's wrong with Steven Seagal? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. After the dentist, Steven Seagal. We put it on, and by the time the title of the film had appeared on the screen... <laughs> I'm like, brilliant. Now, in that scenario, yes. what do you do? Because I don't know if she's going to be asleep for mm. 45 minutes right. uh. or 45 seconds. Mm. So do I, A, just stay with it, Yeah. B, give it a few minutes, and if she's still not awake, put Star Wars on, mm-hmm. or C, immediately... As soon as I know she's asleep, switch it off and put something on that I want to watch. Yeah. See, straight I to would, traffic cops. James Robinson. See, immediately, as soon as they're out, put on what you want. Uh, yeah. Straight to traffic cops. Yeah. yeah. Gone okay. fishing on a loop. Uh, Dominic? What, yeah, gone fishing on but, a loop. But how long into, oh, I think she's asleep? Well, I mean, Tiff has form in this area, doesn't she? Oh, so yeah. she does it quite a lot. So yeah. I, a couple of minutes in. Now, I need to, does it make it any more difficult, James, if I throw in the caveat that she has been known from time to time to be fast asleep and then at some point when she opens her eyes and I go you alright sleepy? and she goes I'm not so 
just shut the rest of my eyes. I'm awake, I'm watching it, I'm watching it, I'm watching it. But does she then fall asleep back after that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she'll just think that there's a police chasing the rom-com. That's <laughs> right. That's okay. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And right. Jamie thinks oh, So if, if Chelsea wakes up and you've swapped the what you're watching, yeah. you just try and convince her that yeah. she's still watching the thing that she picked. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, this. all right. That's all right. good. Mind deceitful, games. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's just, sorry, deceitful, yeah. 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 Pepper, now what would you do in that scenario? I think I'd do your second option. Give it a little bit, just yeah. in case she's just closed her eyes, but she obviously wants to watch a film. Yeah. Give it a couple of minutes, maybe go, Right. You know, to make it feel like you've made an effort. Mm-hmm. And then, if she's, like, gone, gone, then yeah. start something else. How many times has Lucy woken up? Thanks for the advice, by the way. Welcome. It's how, like how many times form. has Lucy woken up and gone, why are the naked women in this film? Why I thought we were watching The Horse Whisperer. You've, she's fallen asleep. Yeah. You've got Babe Station on, obviously. Yeah. I've said this is just the scene in the film right. that, you know, it's very much in keeping with the story. Right. Like I've got to go. The horse whisperer. I've not seen The Horse Whisperer, but certainly gone fishing if you look who, in the right places. Who are you talking to on the phone, Dom? <laughs> I've got, got to go. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, Fred. Yeah. Fred, you don't know anyone. Yeah, he's got a very high-pitched voice, Fred. You had it on speakerphone. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so that's what happened to me last time. Oh, so what did you watch? Watch whatever this. <laughs> oh, you carried on watching it. Yeah. And Tiff was asleep throughout. Yeah, and I got maybe an hour into it, and I thought I'm going to have a cup of tea and a cigarette. Leave what, it right, it. leave what it to it. What was it? it? Uh, um, Yorkshire Gold <laughs> and uh, a Marlboro Light. Oh, that's the best one. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and the film? Oh, uh, something with Steve Carell in it. Oh. oh. Uh, is getting divorced and then some... It's oh, it's such an unbelievable premise, I can't tell you. And it's got a really good cast in it. Mm. Crazy, stupid love or something. Oh. oh, yeah. So Steve Carell's in it. It's from, like, 2012 or something. I've never heard of it. Emma Stone. Emma Stone's in it, yeah. It's hell of a lineup. He's very funny, Steve Carell. So Steve Carell is with his missus. She goes, I want a divorce. He jumps out of the car. Mm. And then... Um, he then uh, is in a bar, right? And then he meets who's the hot-looking guy in it? Ryan Gosling. He meets Ryan Gosling, oh, yeah. who's really suave, sophisticated, and has got a line for all the ladies, right? And they all want to sleep with him because he's really cool and he's got great lines. Mm. He's also looks like Ryan Gosling. Yes, well, exactly. Anyway, Ryan Gosling sees uh, Steve Carell's character at the bar a couple of nights and feels sorry for him and decides that I'm going to change your life and make you really cool like me on that. Mm. Right. Oh, that's a fun premise. Yeah. yeah. So, like, a makeover. Yeah, totally unbelievable. I'm going to teach you how to talk to women and, and stuff. Hmm. And uh, I knew the film was absolute nonsense when he chastises him for wearing New Balance trainers. Oh, now. Some really? of Some of your favourite footwear. It's, I'm wearing them right now, Yeah, Dom. yeah. Jürgen Klopp wears New Balance, Yes, nothing wrong with New Balance. I think that's a sponsorship thing more than it is. Ah. So is it? Well, oh, right. And also, he loves New yeah, Balance. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they sponsor Liverpool. Uh, they so do. The yeah, they're one of the sponsors. Right, yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I watched. I don't know, three quarters of it, and uh, and then I'm like, okay, I've got to go to bed. And then I had to pull her off the couch. Oh. Like some kind of drunken zombie. Can I quickly ask what happens at the end of Crazy? I don't know. Does he not? Does I he become? Watch the end of it. Then his wife wants him back, and he's oh, like, oh, absolutely, no. without a shadow of a doubt, he'll end up back with his wife. Or like he's moved on. And she wants or him back and he's there's like, a massive twist of it, and he and Ryan Gosling run off into the sunset. Ah. Yeah, never but mind. I'm going to go for option A. Right. I'm going to watch it. Sounds good, isn't it? But it's just an unbelievable premise. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's my rock and roll evening last night. That's, I didn't really do much else. No? I think looking after your girlfriends, you know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A, an event, isn't yeah. it? Girlfriend. Girlfriend, did I say? No, yeah. go, girlfriend is, girlfriends. Yeah, she doesn't know about all the others. <laughs> yeah. Looking after your girlfriends. The weird thing is, I had three of them all went to the dentist <laughs> yesterday and I had to pick all three of them up separately. Oh. It was a nightmare. Oh, like play spinning. Oh, lordy. Hmm. Honestly, yeah, this, these secret lives I've got. Yeah. Christmas is a nightmare. Oh, I bet. So like the Vicredibly, I have to have three Christmas Day dinners. <laughs> I love that episode. Uh, Tim Peake is coming into our show today. Yes. Astronaut Tim Peake. He's been in space, guys. Now, would you like to ask Tim Peake a question about being in space? Um, I don't think, like, unless you come up with a deliberate stupid question, if you come up with a, a genuine question that you want to know the answer to, there's no, there is no stupid question. And he genuinely, obviously, loves talking about space. Yeah. I mean, he really does. Loves educating people, especially children. About and that's it. what his book's all about. Mm. I love living in space, it's called. Yeah. I've been to space, called, you haven't. Yeah. It's called the, Space the Human Story. Mm. And he covers as much about at the whole experience as yeah. possible, as much detail as possible. They shrink, don't they? Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah. Do they actually? Yeah. Because yeah, of gravity do. in that? Yep. Ah. They go up at, I don't know, 5'10 mm. and come back at 5'9. Yeah. And do they sh- and, and stretch? Well, I think maybe you secretly must but, have gone to space, James. <laughs> why would they shrink, though? They do, why, though. Would they not get taller because there's no gravity? Ah. Well, so discuss when he get it. Back? We'll discuss it with him. So when he does get back to Earth, when he got back to Earth, one thing they can't do very well is walk because they find it so heavy here. Um, Obviously, here or here on Earth. It's like a longer version of falling asleep on your arm, isn't it? Yes. yes. And you wake up and you're like, and you're always fascinated. You're like, oh, I oh, it's just dead. Look, That's it. I uh-uh. can't, look, I can bang it on the table. I don't feel anything. Yeah. And that, look. And then you slap it and you go, oh, there, your feelings come back now. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you have a question for Tim mm. and you want to send us an audio WhatsApp message, you can do. Uh, if you've got our number, you know what to do. If not, open up Global Player on your phone. Go to live radio, where it's Radio X. And if you've got an Android phone, that little green WhatsApp icon will be at the top. If you've got an iPhone, it'll be at the bottom. So if you got that, open up Global Player, Radio X, on live radio button. And then if you've got an iPhone, scroll to the bottom, you'll see the contact us or whatever. It's the, the little green WhatsApp icon. The bottom for iPhone, it'll be on the top of your page on Android. Send us a WhatsApp message. We might even play it to Tim when he gets into the show later this morning. What do you want to know? Chris Miles and don't don't message him with how do you poo in space? That question's mine. The Chris Moyles Show. On your radio, on Global Player, and on your smart speaker. Play Radio X. This is Radio X News. Morning, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. It's Tuesday, October 17th. Astronaut Tim Peake, we started writing questions in the studio. They are the most random questions to any guest, apart from maybe Professor Brian Cox, but they are great. I think they're good. So you can either send us an audio WhatsApp message or you can just text 83936 if you have a question for astronaut Tim Peake when he comes in this morning. We are getting some wicked questions, like even some of the silly ones, there's an element of, I might ask that, I might do some questions. So if you have a question for basically what's it like living in space... 
birthday in 83936 or send us an audio WhatsApp message remote play that's right Tim Peake will be on the show about 8.30 this morning meanwhile Dominic Byrne has your news spot weather it's a minute past seven from Global's newsroom the White House has confirmed President Biden will travel to Israel and Jordan tomorrow he'll meet with Israeli officials and Arab leaders to discuss the humanitarian situation in Gaza thousands of people there are said to be running out of food fuel and water Defence analyst Sean Bell has told us it will be a challenging special forces operation. There are a lot of tunnels underneath Gaza and that will cause all sorts of troubles and dangers. So it's quite difficult to see how this next step will take place. In other news this morning, Belgium is on its highest terror alert after two people were shot in Brussels last night. The Swedish nationals were thought to be in the city for the match between Sweden and Belgium, which was abandoned at half-time. Police say they're still looking for the gunman. Counter-terrorism police say a man has been charged with the murder of a 70-year-old in County Durham. Terence Carney was attacked at a cash point in Hartlepool on Sunday morning. 44-year-old Ahmed Alad is due to appear in court later. And nutrition experts say it's getting harder to have a healthy breakfast. The price of Tell porridge oats has more than doubled in just a year. Ugh. Fruit and yoghurt are more expensive now as well. But who wants to eat that for breakfast? Well, you're meant to, though, aren't you? I watched an, an, an advert for something popped up on my social media the other day, mm. which was this guy saying, oh, I know, I really try and eat healthily, but I just, you know, I don't see, I still get a bit tired and whatnot. Yeah. Anyway, I've tried this new plan now, and it's brilliant. Mm. You have, like, oats for breakfast or maybe some yoghurt. Right. And I'm like, mm. well, yeah, but how boring is that? Yeah, well, it's, and it's more expensive to do that now. I have one cornflake for breakfast and I feel great. Yeah, seize the day. Mm, no. What's wrong with egg and chips? Sport. England take on Italy in their Euro 2024 qualifying match at Wembley tonight. A single point will take Gareth Southgate's side through to next year's tournament. Kyle Walker says they want to set the record straight after being beaten by Italy two years ago. We fell short on that night and this is the first time they're coming back to Wembley so hopefully you know we can go out there and put a good performance on and maybe get a little bit of payback. Scotland are preparing to take on France in a friendly at Lille this evening. France. Captain Andy Robertson won't be playing, though. He suffered a shoulder injury against Spain last week. Bad news for Liverpool. And Australia have secured a five-wicket victory over Sri Lanka at the Cricket World Cup. South Africa take on the Netherlands in India later today. Weather. With eBay. Get your vehicles sorted for autumn with parts and accessories. Should be dry and sunny for a lot of the UK today. A bit cloudy later with some rain in the southwest and Northern Ireland. Temperatures getting up to 15 degrees. From Global's newsroom for Radio X, I'm Dominic Byrne. So many good questions coming in for Tim Peake. Really good questions. From... Do you think aliens exist? Yes. To, in your opinion, will humans ever go to Mars? To, um, can you poo and we at the same time in space? I got told that you can't. Now, I don't. I think that's a genuine question, right? I think that somebody's been told that and it's in their head, and they are walking around now, and they're not sure whether the person who told them that was lying or it's a real thing. Mm. So I might put that in the questions. Yes, it's good. Can you wee and poo at the same time? Because <laughs> if he turns around and goes, of course you can. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you? Then we'll all go, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, of course, yeah. Mm. But what if he goes, that's really interesting. No, you can't. Yes, exactly. He does know literally everything there is to know about well, being in space. Listen, I don't want to downgrade his expertise, but 
he has had a wee in a poo in space. Yes. This he does know is Radio about. X. You know? From Global. He has done it. He has. The Chris Miles Show. His book is out on the 26th of October. It's a great idea for a nice early Christmas present. Mm. Not only should you buy it, then you've already got one of your Christmas presents for your friends or family. That's good. Now, here's a question for you. Mm. Right, Tim Peake is obviously from the UK. Yes. Is he the first UK person to go to space? James Robinson? No. Is he the second? No. Third? I oh, know there's been a lot. I reckon he's like the tenth. He was the seventh no. UK-born oh, person seventh, to go to space. He? Yeah. Oh. He was the sixth UK-born to go on the space station. Oh. That means five people. Mm. This God. annoys me. Yeah. That means five people from the United Kingdom went to the International Space Station, lived on it, came back, and didn't really tell us all about it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Typically, typically British. Mm. They're at a barbecue. John's going. I've uh, just been promoted at work. I've uh, got a company car, pension, benefits, health benefits. It's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it's really, really good. Hey, um, Robert was telling me you uh, you lived in space for a while. Um, yeah. Oh, that thing. What, what, what is that about? Oh, I lived on the International Space Station for a while. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this company car I've got is marvellous. Tim's done way longer than the others have gone, though. Has he? Like, one guy who went just did eight days. Oh, what? Tim was there 186 why, days. Why did he do, only do eight? Did he get sick? He didn't like it. He got excluded. No, but he like... kicked out. But was that the plan? He was only going up for eight? Must was, be. Was he doing repairs to something? Maybe he was like a delivery driver. Yes, they are. Drop it off. They, see, they, see you later, guys. And Tim, Tim did, what, 180-odd days? Yeah, 186 days. <laughs> 186 days. So, so. the next longest was Peter, Pierce Sellers. He only did... 30. Peter Sellers went what? to space? Pierce. <laughs> he did 36 days. Tim's done longer than all oh, of them yeah. put together. Tim's Mr. Space, isn't he, really? Here's a question for you. How many people in human history have left Earth? Oh, now... What, properly left it, left it? Yeah. As in... I've, I've gone, gone to, to space. space. Oh. Uh, How many I wouldn't even people have a... in human history have left Earth? Hmm. 45. 45, says Pepper. I don't know. I'd say more. I'd say 100. 100? 100 people right. over the years. 45, 100, James? 210. Oh. Ooh. See, I'd go with James. I don't you know. Said, well, why? You said 45. No, he's got a menge, hasn't he? He's got a menge, hasn't he? He's got no stuff. Well, James is the closest. Yeah. Yeah. It's 628. Is it really? Isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Wow. Blimey. I wonder if they have reunions. Yeah, they should do. <laughs> do you remember that time we were in space? I do, yes. Mm. And they come in wearing their space outfits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he lived in space. He didn't go to space. He lived in space. Yeah. Lived in space. You know, like... I lived in LA. Mm. A bit like space, actually, but sometimes. only for a month at a time. Mm. That's what, 27, 28 days? He's 168 days. He's like a proper local. Yeah. He knows all the good spots. That's it. He knows where to dump the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. He knows, don't go that China. He's got this little one down here. Yeah, yeah. It's so much better and it's cheaper. He's got it all down. Anyway, he will be coming on, Tim Peake. 
and we will put your questions to him at half eight. Don't forget to, yes. if you're going to go off on whatever, don't forget and come back. Make sure you listen at half past eight. This is fascinating. It is. A lot of fart-based questions coming in. Oh, there? there's loads yeah. of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give us your favourite? Well, the top one, do farts last longer in space? Hmm. I mean, to be honest, a good question. I mean, particles... Those poo particles are airborne anyway, even on Earth, so they yeah. probably wreak mm. havoc. So there's no I, gravity. I, I wonder if he wears slippers. <laughs> slippers? Well, space yes. slippers. so he's in his spacesuit. Yeah. He gets to the International Space Station, mm. and then uh, they can breathe in there, mm. so they don't need the helmet. No. There's no gravity, so they're floating about everywhere. Yeah. But you don't need... I don't think... You, you don't need your full space suit. No, I don't think so. So what do they wear? Mm. Like... Can he wear, like, you know, joggers? And do you get changed into pyjamas? Do they have NASA joggers? NASA pyjamas? We need to ask these questions. Write that one down. James, you must have some NASA pyjamas. Do you get NASA pyjamas? All right, so, where in space? (laughs) Yeah, you can get NASA pyjamas from New Look. What? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if all the astronauts are going to New Look before they head up to the International Space Station. You can get NASA pyjamas from New Look? Yeah. Right, I don't... Mm. Are they from NASA, though? They're probably... Yeah, I wouldn't not necessarily think You've got a NASA top, haven't you, James? I have. I have got it. Do you know what? He wasn't NASA, was he? he no, was, he's he European. Uh, yeah, European uh, Space Agency. If you, if you fly um, first class hmm. uh, or business on some airplanes at night, hmm. they give you pyjamas right. and a wash bag. Right. Does NASA give Do him pyjamas and a wash bag? You know, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Another farty question. Oh, Theoretically, this is from Stephen Milton Keynes, could you propel yourself if you fart hard and long enough? Good question. Uh, right, do you want me to actually ask you my opinion? Opinion? If there's a live uh, link up with Earth on TV, <laughs> like the one show or something. Uh, yeah, I what mean, should I do? Now, James, <laughs> would, that, would that be come under <laughs> the title Fart Propulsion? Yeah, that's a good question. Fart Propulsion. I'll pop that in the uh, possible question mark. I was going to say pop it in the log, but that's a music. Yeah, don't want that part of it. I think this is going to be his favourite interview that he does for his book. I really hope so. Just 30 minutes of fart questions. Yeah. Because Tim Peake is a normal dude. Mm. Tim Peake, like normal dudes, will have mates. Yeah. And Tim Peake's mates are probably like our mates. Yeah. And Tim Peake probably had a drink with a, a couple of mates. Mm. And one of those mates, there's a good chance, went, Yeah. So if you fart, <laughs> you, does it, do you move? Yeah. Exactly. And Tim's like, Mate. This, yeah. And then things I'll go, find out. Actually, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'll find out and I'll let you know. Yeah. Oh, Half eight this morning, we're going to get an amazing space lesson from Tim Peake, whose address for 160 days was space. <laughs> Forget Ringo Starr. If you want to send anything to be signed, you'd send it to Astronaut Tim Peake, hmm. the International Space Station, space. Good luck, Posty. Radio X. Coming up... More tantalizing Tuesday talking and tunes on this hot rockin' edition of The Chris Moyle Show. Have you farted on the moon? Do you pee in a tube? We'll be asking Tim Peake, the astronaut, all these questions after eight. Right. Plus, our record of the week is by Blossoms, and we'll give it another spin on our Radio X record player today. Now, let's get a tune on. The Chris Moyle Show. 
It is 7.13, Tuesday morning. We'll be talking space at half eight this morning with Tim Peake. But let's start with no doubt. Two in a row, the Chris Moore Show right here on Wonderful Radio X. Good morning to you. Um, so we were asking, we're putting in questions together for Tim Peake, the astronaut. Yeah. And one of the questions was, do they get uh, provided pyjamas by NASA mm. or sweatpants from NASA? Yes. James then went tapping away on his keyboard. Mm. Tap away on your keyboard. There you go. And he found you can actually get pyjamas, mm. uh, NASA pyjamas from New Look. Apparently yeah. so. Yeah. Um, Thirty-two ninety-nine. Craig from Essex what? has texted in and said, "I've just looked up NASA clothes from New Look. They're all kids' clothes. <laughs> That's how James knew." Oh, I see. No, so not... is that where you get your NASA PJs from, no. James? Saved in your favourites. Do you get them from New Look? No, I haven't you got do, any don't yet. You? you do. When you type you in, you do. You're a naughty little wizard, aren't you? <laughs> NASA pajamas. Aren't you now? <laughs> oh, you're a cheeky little wizard. Oh, oh no. Yeah. You are, yes, 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 you are, aren't you? Does he haunt you a bit, Barney Baloney? Yes, he does. Right. Nice haunt. The Chris Miles Show. The Chris Miles Show. Radio The Chris Miles Show. Thanks for tuning in, you punkers. Lovely jubbly. I will stop talking about Tim Peake for a little bit because we've got so many questions in. We'll never get through all of them. But I'm yeah. going to try, I'm, I really will try and just fly through. If he's up for it, we'll just get through as many questions to Tim Peake, the man who lived in space. So many good questions. Go on. Can I, can I say that one that we were just talking yeah. about? What time is it in space? If we go to Spain, we move our clocks forward an hour or whatever. Right. But what do you do in space? GMT. Oh, is it? Yeah. Next. Oh, is it though? Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh. I thought he was going to say, interesting question. Uh, oh, sorry. Interesting question. GMT. They, they follow GMT. Oh, do they? it's been time, yeah. Next. Oh. Do you want to know how I know this? How do you know that? Because somebody just tweeted me mm. uh, saying that, what did they say? They said, from the last time Tim was in, mm. uh, we posted, uh, Tim Peake posted a picture of me and him saying, really lovely, always lovely chatting to Chris Moore's show and the mm. team and everybody and blah, blah, blah. And Paul said, shame they didn't get to ask you all the questions uh, sent in, like, which time zone do you follow when you're in space? And Tim replied, GMT. Ah, oh, okay. So that's how I know. So straight from the horse's mouth. But here's the scary thing. Tim posted a picture of me and him when he was on the show. This is in 2022, in June last year. Yes. And a look at... Look, look how skinny I look. Oh, you oh, do. Oh, you do, yeah. Was this now? I don't look like that now. When, what time of year was this? This was the 14th of June, 2022. Now, did you know you were going into the jungle at this point? Yes. Right, ah. so you were pre-jungle kind of, you know, getting in shape and stuff. Yeah. That's a nice pick. It is a nice pick, isn't it? Now, I track my weight. I know that's hard to believe, <laughs> but I do track my weight. So I've just gone back to have a look to see what my weight was that morning, mm-hmm. and I'm 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> right, okay. This year but then, than know. I was last time Tim was on the show. But you're up and down, aren't you? You'll, you'll lose that again quickly. Well, I'm down there, and I'm certainly up now. Right. Oh, I hope he's put on 10 pounds since we last saw each other. <laughs> and then you, the pictures will just still look the same. Yes. Look, we look like space buddies. We look like we could be... We, we met in space. Yeah. 
Anyway, right. Tim Peak, astronaut, on the show in an hour's time. In the meantime, we'll do letters after Kaiser Chief. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs at Radio X and Oh My God, the brilliant Oh My God. Uh, this is depressing. Oh. Uh, well, it's depressing, it's not depressing. Mm. So I just thought, oh, I just found that picture of me and Tim Peake from uh, June last year where I look, uh, t- I'm 10 pounds lighter than, uh, thank you, than I am now. And then I thought, I wonder what my weight was exactly a year ago today. Because I say, unbelievably, I track my weight. Mm. Um, 13 pounds heavier I am today than I was this day last year. Okay. That's almost a stone heavier. That's all right, though. Yep, that's right. I ain't going to the jungle. I'm not going to be on telly this year. <laughs> yeah. Why put the work in? Absolutely right. Um, it's also a year ago that I did the Q&A with the Buckleys for their book launch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 And luckily, the only picture, because I thought, I wonder what, God, I'm almost a stone heavier than I was this time last year. Mm. I wonder what I looked like. And the only picture I can find uh, is a picture of me uh, taking a selfie outside the studio and uh, flicking the Vs at Toby Tarrant. Oh, yeah. There we go. And it's not a good picture. It's not really. Then when Ricky's races take pictures of himself in the bath. Yes. (laughs) It looks a little bit like that. It's not the best. Not my best. (laughs) Not really. Here's a nice letter. Hi, guys. It's Pete from Nantwich here again. Oh, that's in Cheshire. Remember, Pete? It was a pleasure to meet you guys a few weeks ago in Gateshead when you were on the prize dump tour. It really made my day. Um, We've got our annual black tie ball on Saturday the 18th of November at 7.30. I am not putting a black tie on my... At Nantwich Town Football Club Function Room. Right. So, um... Pete, as you remember, runs Nantwich Town Disability Football. Yes. And he sent us all the pitches because um, our amazing listeners raise enough money for them to buy a new kit. He plays in goal. He plays in goal. You're allowed, uh, yes, a, a um, fully sighted person to play in goal, mm-hmm. whatever the uh, expression is. Um, our theme this year is Disco Through the Decades. We have food and entertainment included if you'd like to come to our black tie ball. Uh, Tiff's invited, Lucy's invited, Toby's invited, and Chelsea's invited. When is it? It's uh, November. Oh, I can't make it. Hang on, I haven't said when it is. Oh, sorry, November. It's Saturday the 18th of November at 7.30. Now, are you serious? I am. Saturday the 18th? Yes. I can't make it. Are you in that with you? Because I'm DJing in Dubai. Dubai. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right, I'm hanging out with the Venga Boys and the Sugar Babes. <laughs> Well, you've got an excuse. Not an excuse. And but Snap. Sure. Snap and Busted. And Busted, oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Very, very Radio X gig. I think you'll have a, the time of your life. I hope so. Um, if you're listening in Dubai, come and see us, for goodness sake. So Pete says they don't have many tickets left, so right. people need to be quick if they want to come to this. So it's Nantwich Town Disability Football. Ironically, I think we've got loads of tickets left for us. Oh, right. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought uh, on true. Twitter, it's Nantwich Town DF. As Didn't disability finish. football. Oh. Uh, if you want to contact us for any more details, please do. Uh, I was about to read out his mobile phone number. Don't do that. I won't do that. Can't wait to hopefully see you there. That's from Pete. Thank you, Pete. And thanks for sending those pictures in as well. Um, 
And Pete's very competitive. Do you remember he was saying if if all things were equal or whatever, they would have absolutely stormed the league that yeah. season. But there were some rules that came in or something. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, good luck, Nantwich Town, for the season. Um, now here's a letter that's come in ahead of Tim Peake. Right. So we can add this to the list. Okay. okay. Hi guys, could you please ask Tim Peake a question? Can you light a fart in space? If the answer is yes, would it be possible to shoot balls of fire from your bottom? Maybe this is how they shot the scenes in Star Wars. Also, could you please wish my wife Sarah a happy birthday? Also, that was, could you wish my so wife Sarah... So the number Sarah- one priority exactly. of the letter is can you light your farts in space? Yes. And and while, and while we're at it, mm. would you say happy birthday to my actual wife? Yeah. Now, it is this Saturday. He sounds like a keeper. Yeah, that's Dan in Blackwood. And what's her name? That's Sarah. Sarah, run for your life. Yeah, exactly. That's the 21st of October, so that's this Saturday. Blink twice if you want us to get you out of here. Exactly. But yes, I mean, there are many questions yeah, to that's, Tim Yeah, that's not going to Tim. Yeah, there are many questions around that sort of thing. I would imagine they try and ex- uh, avoid... Even mini explosions as much as they can, you know, yeah. Yeah. with them being in space and that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now, we've had a letter from our friends, my friends, my future friends, uh, the Hawthorns. Oh, yeah. In Braintree. This is where you're going to end up living. That's it. Uh, dear Mr. Byrne, that's very formal, actually. Uh, we thought it's time to write to you again and invite you to act- our activities and events here at Hawthorns in Braintree. Do it! Our month is always filled with a variety of fun-filled events and activities. Yes, yes, we have yes. several exercise classes each week to keep yes. our inmates, residents They're fit and healthy. Inmates. We have weekly quizzes to keep them up to date with general yeah. knowledge. What day is it? Where are my kids? Yeah. That kind of thing. Fire alarms on a Wednesday at two. Yes! We also have our quarterly big quiz in November. Hold on, hold on. What? So, go through the list again. So, they have, they have activity stuff. So, fun and... Uh, yeah, we have several exercise classes. Exercise classes, that's good. Our weekly quizzes. Keep weekly. our residents up to date. So, to keep them up to date, so they keep them sharp. That's it. Yeah. We also have our quarterly big quiz. Right. In November. Where and then- a quiz master comes in for the evening to tax our residents... Oh, to tax our residents' brains. He doesn't tax Do the they residents. do this because they realise when they test the fire alarm, everyone's like, Oh! Fire! <laughs> yeah. They're like, we need to keep them a little bit sharper. That's what with it. us actually setting the fire alarm off every week. I think they're doing time trials for it. Don't forget the fire alarm's going to go off. Yeah. Okay, when's that? In five minutes. Yeah. All right. Five minutes later. Mm. Ah! Fire! <laughs> Jack, I just told you. Fight! Jack, the fire alarm's going off! I just told you we're testing the fire alarm. Uh, it's Whoa, a Oh, lo- you should have told me. It's a lovely evening, the big quiz. Uh, it's finished off nicely with cheese and wine in the interval. Oh, they are brilliant. Have you ever seen them? Oh, they're great. They're a great Steve Cheese. They do all the clubs. Steve Cheese and Diane Wine. There are lots of social events happening throughout the month. We are particularly looking forward to the very popular singer, Rebecca... Now, I don't Rebecca know. Ferguson? Nope. Rebecca Huish. Rebecca Amalabalogalu. Um, it's H... No disrespect to Rebecca there. It's pronounced, it's spelt, sorry, H-U-I-S-H. Oh, yeah. Huish. That's it. Rebecca Huish, entertaining us uh, on our Saturday night at the Hawthorne's event. Who does uh, the quiz? Is it Gav? It doesn't say, actually, just, but a proper quiz master comes in. I should pass this on to Gav. He does yeah. a brilliant quiz. Is it proper quiz master? Uh, that's Saturday the 11th of November, and, of course, cocktails at the May Tree every Saturday evening. Living the life of Riley. Getting battered up. Yeah. Pop along to one of these events. We'd love to see you. That's from Paul, who's the general manager at the Hawthorns. Why do you go? Braintree. They would really look after you. They really would look after us. Yeah. Well, we went, Pip, didn't we, to the one in Huntington? We did. 
We did. Was, was it Hawthorns? No, it wasn't a no. Hawthorns one. I don't know what that one was. It's in Huntingdon, though. Yeah, that's right. We did bingo. We played there, bingo. We? Only yeah. half of them fell asleep. Yeah. For the bingo. So that was nice. Good. We genuinely we enjoyed ourselves. It was lovely to see everyone. But you are up for a visit, aren't you? I'm up for a visit. A visit, not to a... experience the entertainment, not be it. Yeah, that... to experience yeah. it. I don't, know, wanna, I don't want to do you it. You know that was partly the inspiration for Catherine Tate's nan <laughs> was when she was younger. They she would be they would go and entertain some of the people at the old people's. Yes, home. we did that in our school. And they were going and sing. Yeah. And she said there was one time in particular they turned up, and as they were walking into the room, she just heard some old woman go. Ah, oh, where we go. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? Yeah. We pushed um, a man called Frank around the East of England showground for an afternoon. And Frank had one leg, he had a wooden leg. But what we didn't know, Frank was also alcoholic. So everyone else was... Um, I, I should change his name. Steve. <laughs> everyone else uh, Everyone else was pushing people around. Well, you've you not know. made him identifiable. No, not at all. The one-legged <laughs> alcoholic... <laughs> So everyone else was going around looking at all the lovely things. We stayed in the beer tent with Frank for three hours. He had about ten whiskeys. It was brilliant. But caring the community. You lost that, right. didn't you? Yeah. We didn't do that for much Steve. long. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> Steve Frank. Uh, quick one. Yeah. Our friend Charlie's been in touch. Hey. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Ha- haven't seen you guys in a while. I'm writing on my mum's email because Hello, the only everyone. the only email I've got uh, for myself is, is the school one, and that wouldn't be good. I also I got to see Muse a couple of weeks ago. In case you've got, hello Charlie, um, they're my all-time favourite band. As well as that, on the Sunday I got to see my first ever Nottingham Forest match. Hello everyone. Hello Charlie, I'm a Forest fan against Brentford. It was one all, but despite that slightly underwhelming score, the atmosphere and everything was excellent. Hello everyone. I'm doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I'm sorry to hear that at the Theatre Royal in Nottingham. Are you really? Aww. That's really good. A Theatre Royal. I'm doing it from Wednesday the 25th in the afternoon, Thursday the 26th in the evening, Friday the 27th afternoon, and Saturday the 28th in the evening. Oh, good for you, Charlie. Large show. If you want to know more, there's a bit more info on the YouTube video I've just made. All right, I will check it out. And Uh, I bet he starts that video by saying... Probably does. I hope you enjoy me playing Holy Water to you, Dom, the last time I met you in Leicester Square. I did, Charlie. You were note perfect. It was a shame I didn't see Chris last time I came to London. I miss you, and it's sad that on uh, email you can't send Freddo's. Uh, also, we went to Sheffield to see you guys on the prize dump tour. But we wouldn't be able to get back in time for Mum to start working from home. Aww. Thank you, Charlie. Um, hope you enjoy this. I'll send a parcel next time for Christmas. Thanks, Charlie. Love from Charlie and the wonderful world of Charlie, age 12. Good looking there, Chitty yeah. Chitty. break a leg in Chitty Chitty. Lovely. Thank you, Charlie. Cheers, Charlie. Thanks for all the letters for everyone. Oh, what's that? Hey. What have you got there? What, this? Yeah. It's a parcel. Oh, what is it? It's the... Addressed to you. Yes. Dominic Byrne, Chris Moore's show, Radio X. Yeah. 30 Leicester Square, London WC287LA. Yeah. And uh, what is it? It's a parcel when you do your letters. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you did this one yesterday. Oh, did I miss out a letter? No, you did it. Oh. It was from uh, Neil and Amy Luton. Oh, yeah, this is the, the models. Yeah, they did, They make the model railways. Yes, and that's right. The pictures in. Yes. Yeah, you read that out yesterday. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Do you bother actually looking inside the parcels? Yes. Oh, or you... did you just read the letter? Oh, no, they didn't send the model in there. Oh, no. Because there's something inside it, Dom. Oh, what an idiot. That they sent to us. Oh, that would make more sense. Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't give it a rattle. No, you didn't, did you? Oh. Story of your life, my love. 
Because look what they sent oh, us. Oh, wow. They sent us a Christmas show prize dump tour van, but like a little mini toy of it, a little oh, miniature. That is amazing. That. Which lovely. you didn't even bother. Yes. You didn't even bother putting your hand inside the package. You, know, you, I, you saw the letter, I, you thought, that'll do me. Oh. I'm work shy. I'll just do <laughs> yeah, that. I did. I it did. was quite a big box for just the letter, isn't it? I I guess. Th- well, do you know what? I thought that. Is, that's not worthy of the bin. No, it's no. not. That's really nice. Well, that wraps cheaper than ours. Anyway, <laughs> how do you even yeah, make yes, something like that? It's incredible. Yeah, sorry about that. I was uh, that was remiss of me. Neil and Amy, Dominic is a bad, bad friend. person. Yeah. What was that? That what we had trending that time? No, we don't think we did. Was it Dominic is a bad person? I think uh, it's Dom is a bad, a bad man. man. Oh, there, there it is. A bad man. Yeah. Back that again. time when you threw that woman, that poor girl's letter in the bin. Accidentally mm-hmm. filed it under B. If you'd like Dominic to ignore your letter, send it in to Dominic Byrne, the Chris Miles Show, Radio X, thirty Leicester Square, London WC2H. 7LA. Woo! And Dominic will throw your letter in the bin. No. There you will. The Chris Moyles Show. Because you're a bad man. The Chris Moyles Show. Radio The Chris Moyles Show. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Because it's the morning now, and you never told me how you like your eggs. Radio 10 to 11 is the time. Back to the matter in hand. Thank you, James O'Brien, for telling us the time and Thank then you. telling us that's the time. 10 to 11 is the time. Back to the matter in hand. 10 to 11 is the time. Hand. Yeah. 10 to 11 is the time, Dom. 10 to 11 is the time. 7.45 is the See, time. See, I assume that my listeners know when I go, 7.45, mm. then that's the time. Yeah, yeah and you're not just saying numbers. Just numbers. I'm not yeah. just, I'm not, you know, looking at trains. That's it. 7.45? Yeah. I don't know if there's a 7.45 train. I've no idea. Might be. Um, right, it's 7.46 now, by the way. 7.46, that is the time. 10 to 11 is the time. Back to the matter in hand. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know what's in his hand. No. How are his ribs, I wonder? Oh, by the way, oh my God, what an awful faux pas. Why? Stick it up your John Parr. What happened? So the other day I see James O'Brien mm. and he goes, I've cracked a rib. And I went, how did you do that? He goes, I don't know, it's something really silly. Good, but there's nothing you can do. Mm. It just has to heal itself. So I thought, as being a child, Mm. why don't we get all our listeners to text him in jokes Mm. at the start of his show? Yes. And then he might see one, and then another one, and then he might read one, and he might laugh, and then he'll know, because that funny thing of watching someone who's, oh, don't make me laugh. Yeah. And he reads it, why did the chicken cross the road? And whatever, because it was stuck to the pig. And he goes, ha, ow! And he laughs, and then it hurts him, yeah. and that would just amuse me. Yes. So I said to everyone, send him in jokes. Send James O'Brien loads of jokes. That particular day that I did that, I had no idea what his phoning topic would be for the first hour of the show. Ah. Uh, it was quite serious. Quite heavy. Ah, oh, okay. Very heavy. So he's literally trying to talk about very serious heavy news mm. whilst people are texting in, Irish fella goes to the doctors. Right, yeah. So he did back reference it later. Right. But, yeah, and did appreciate the jokes, but didn't read any out of the time. <laughs> That's really good, that. Thank you. Nice one, Gary Lightbody. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Snow Patrol at Radio X. Now, we just mentioned Charlie, who, as you know, says... Hello, everyone! Yep. And he's going to be in the uh, uh, the Theatre Royal in Nottingham. He is. 
That's uh, really cool. He talks it? about it in his current video. Yep. Which you can see if you want to follow. If you're on YouTube and you're like proper subscribed, you can follow the wonderful world of Charlie. Hello, everyone! And uh, follow his exploits. He's he likes always does songs and just tells you what he's been up to. Hmm. Uh, that's the wonderful world of Charlie. Yep. Charlie. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Um, and his current video he he does Desperado by the Eagles. And, oh, okay. and another track. Mm -hmm. And he also, well, do you know what? Why should I just tell you? I should just play you a little bit of his video. Charlie, away you go. Hello, everyone. Mm. Hope you're all well. Yep. So, yes. first, I'm going to mention the vinyl that I've got here today. Yeah. Mm. So I've got Poop. He's got Poop. Um, their album, Different Class. Oh. Um, and I'm doing a Poop song today. Do you remember the first time? All right. Which isn't from this album. No. But it's the only Poop album I've got. Fair dues. Um, mm. The artistry of Arta Rubenstein, who oh, is yeah. a pianist. Um, and it's got some Chopin in there, and I like a lot of Frederic Chopin. Oh, lovely. And I just put this on last minute, um, a Queen Live album that I've got. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's all my vinyl. Great. And also... Yeah. Um, I auditioned mm -hmm. for um, a Nottingham Operatic Society show. Oh, yeah. Chitty, chitty, chitty bang, bang, bang. Chitty, chitty, chitty bang, 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 bang. I'd say, yeah. That's um, it. And I'm lucky because I got through. Oh. Um, and I'm playing a child part. Right, oh, obviously. Um, in the actual um, prop production. Mm -hmm. And it's at the Theatre Royale in Nottingham, in case you um, want to know. When are you on? Um, and I'll go it see. is... Yeah, I'll um, try. Go on. My yellow team are performing yep. on Wednesday the 25th of October. Right, okay. The afternoon, yep. then the Thursday, the evening. Thursday evening. Then the Friday, the afternoon. Right. Then the Saturday, the evening. Yeah. So I'm, I'm we're doing, my group are yep. doing the opening night and Yellow. the closing, the opening, opening. and the closing, closing, Cl right. the closing shows. Actually, right. Um, of the actual production, which is really awesome. Right. I'm privileged to have actually got into this. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm really grateful. And okay, bless you. Just in case you maybe like to see me there are the dates so. okay so the dates uh, right. I'll, 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 so Wednesday the 24th afternoon but Wednesday 25th it's the 24th didn't he didn't oh, oh he says 25th in the letter oh, I'll let oh sorry right. my yellow team on. performing on Wednesday the 25th of October right oh, okay, okay so I've got right. that in the afternoon then Thursday's in the evening then Friday is in the afternoon and Saturday he's in, in the, the evening, evening. alright so everybody got that that's amazing well done Charlie so everybody made notes yeah great oh yeah well yeah. done Charlie okay when's he playing James uh, Wednesday the 25th not the 24th right and then the other day okay so he's doing afternoon evening afternoon evening yeah. that's it alright okay great it's a wonderful world of Charlie everybody Hello, Charlie. Hello, everyone. That's right. Hey, fancy another one? Hello, everyone. Okay. Do you want another one? Hello, everyone. Lovely. That's good. I've gone for a big poo. Oh. oh. Go on, Charlie. Don't 
if you want to see the rest, you need to watch this video. Yeah. Okay. So let me do a bit of chorus. Come on. Then. See now, it's very high. Charlie, you won't understand this, but trust me, enjoy singing that now. Mm. Because one day you'll try and sing it and you'll go, Hey, do you remember the first? Absolutely. Do you remember? I hope that doesn't happen. And then you'll cough. Oh, yeah. But you nailed it that time, Charlie. It's great. Very hard. To, it's very high, that track. Very high. Anyway, the wonderful world of Charlie. God bless him. Hello, everyone. Hello, Charlie. And uh, best of luck in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's it. Let's be very careful how you say that very on Morning much. Radio. <laughs> everybody. The Chris Miles Show. Right, 7.57. That is the time. The Chris Moyles Show. Scotland will take on France in a friendly in Lille this evening. France. And Australia, France. And Australia France, has secured France, a five France. wicket. But the French say France. Yeah, well, are you but, French? Uh, no. Say it proper. Australia have secured a five-wicket victory over Sri Lanka at the Cricket World Cup. South Africa take on the Netherlands in India later today. Yes, Sorry, they, yes, I, was they taking, do. I was just taking a photo. Oh, of? Just of my view. Okay. What have you got? I've got my mates sending me pictures of their... Somebody just sent me a picture mm-hmm. uh, out of their car window. Right. That, and I just said, oh, th- thanks for sending me a picture of your side mirror. Yeah, that's and they, weird. And they were like, no, and the clouds. That's pretty scary. Oh, I see the clouds. And a workman's truck. That's nice. So I just went, all right. And then they sent me a picture of just a random, they're clearly yeah. on their way into town. They sent me just a picture of an old building. Are they a photographer, your friend? Clearly not. Weather with eBay. Find, fix, and save on your vehicle. That's the eBay way. Dry and sunny for much of the UK today. It will be a bit cloudy and wet later in the southwest and Northern Ireland. Temperatures fairly mild, getting up to 15 degrees. From Global's newsroom for Radio X, I'm Dominic Byrne. Thanks, Dominic Byrne. This is Radio X. From Global. We need to talk about the podcast. The Chris Moyle Show podcast. Yes, I am going to talk about it again because, yes, I know that there are still some people there who haven't given us money for this year's podcast, 2023. It's the eighth annual Chris Moyles Show podcast. It's available now. It is all about raising money for our charity, Globals Make Some Noise. This year's guests, Surge from the band Kasabian and from The Big Breakfast, Johnny Vaughan. He is on the podcast. Yep. In fact, the two of them are. Mm. Together with me and Dominic and Pippa and James and Captain Crapbeard and Drunk Allen and Toby Tarrant. And Matt Deverson, the boss of Radio X, makes his first ever appearance on the podcast. He does. And is greeted warmly by both Pippa and Toby. Open arms. That will only make sense when you've listened to or watched this year's podcast. Oh. It's an hour and a half long. Morning, Matt. If you just want to listen to it, you can. But if you actually want to sit down and watch it, You've got the video option as well. So uh, you can choose how much you give us on the text. It's either £5, £10, 20 30 or 40 40 Can't afford that. Then, then that's not for you. But if you're like, £40, that's nothing. I'd blow my nose into £40 notes. Yeah. Don't text him. 
Uh, then you should send us 40 because you're rich. So if you want to give us a fiver, for example, you text P-U-B and the dub digit 5 and you send it to 83936. 83936. So you write pub 5, all yeah. one word. No spaces, guys. No spaces, guys. No zero. So it's P-U-B and the number 5. That's it. If you'd like to give us a tenner, then you would write P-U-B-1-0. That's pub 10. P-U-B-1-0. That'll be a tenner to our charity, Globals Make Some Noise. It's only available for a limited time. The text will cost your standard network rate. Once you've entered, we'll do the bit that raises the money for the charity. We'll automatically take your voluntary donation unless you text cancel, which you'll be told about in the first text message we send you. Please don't do that because the whole point of this is to raise money uh, for a charity. 100% of your donation will go to Globals Make Some Noise, which then gets dibbied up with little charities around the UK. It contains mature content and immature content. You've got to be 18 or over. UK mobiles only. Full terms conditions on the website, radiox.co.uk. And also, <coughs> excuse me. And also, how you can get our podcast if you don't live in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Maybe you live in France. Mm. Or, or France. France! <laughs> Thank you, Pippa. <laughs> or maybe you live in Spain. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it. it Spain. There you go. That's it. Maybe you live in. Uh, maybe you live in Abu Dhabi. Oh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, maybe you live in New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. Or maybe you live in uh, Timbuktu. Does anyone get the Miss World reference? No. No. Well, okay. No, yeah. it about it. Timbuktu. It, it, it works on both levels, I think. <laughs> Help. Now, if you can afford to give us forty pounds, because money to you is no problem. Mm. If the cost of living price. Uh, crisis is just something you hear about on the news and don't really fully understand that's because you've got too much money yeah. so give us some of your money text pub 40 p-u-b-4-0 all one word p-u-b-4-0 to 83936 if you've got a company account if you've if you've never been to costco you need to text pub 40 to 83936 if you have a clothing allowance, Ooh. you need to text PUB40. And if your husband... I'm going to be, you know, slightly borderline sexist. If your husband is a lot richer than you, 25 years younger than you, and gives you money to spend on clothes and pays your mobile phone bill, then once you seek his permission, because that's legal, text PUB40. That's P-U-B-4-0. If you could only give us a tenner, we would love you to do that. Yeah. Text P-U-B-1-0, send it to 83936. Now, after the show today, mm -hmm. we are going to our cinema slash meeting room in the building, and we are going to sit and watch selected highlights of this year's podcast. I've not seen any of this year's, apart from the trailer that we made and put Ooh. out, which is weird. It is a lovely trailer, that, actually. Dominic's not seen it, nope. Pippa's not seen it, I've James hasn't seen it. Didn't want uh, to. So we're going to watch it, and Don't we're going to, to film ourselves watching it mm. uh, in what Dominic has called... Sozzlebox. That's it. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind we're drunk when we record this podcast, oh. we're going to be sober when oh. we watch the video highlights back today. So we're going to film us watching us... And then we'll put that out as soon as we can edit it all up. But it's going to be so cringy. I don't want to do it. This could end my drinking career. Really? Because I'll actually see what... You know what I mean? I'll see what I'm like. Me too. Yeah. Why don't mind? I have no shame. 
So if you could give us a tenner, that would be beautiful. We're on course to raise a lot of money with this year's. It is very, very funny. If you love this show, you will love it. The first podcast we did, we made about £25,000. Yeah. That was the very first one. And we were delighted, actually, with that. Yeah. Mm. And then, fast forward a few years, the one we did in lockdown raised just over £160,000. Yeah. That was another odd one as well. Oh, it really was. Is that one of the... Is that the one where James dresses a nurse? None. None. No, a nun, none. Sorry. No. sorry. No. Not a nurse. My fantasies there. Rob, <laughs> Rob DJ makes an entrance towards the end of that one. Yeah. I'm sure we try, we try, have to kick him out for a reason and he brings himself back in again. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, this year's podcast, Serge from Kasabian, Johnny Vaughan, Captain Crapbeard playing the uh, mandolin. Oh, yeah, ukulele. Yeah. Oh, I beg your pardon. Ukulele. Get it right, Chris. Sorry. Yeah. Don't embarrass yourself. It's ukulele. Text the word pub and then the number 10, if you can give us a tenner. P-U-B-1-0 or P-U-B-4-0 for 40 if you're rich. 83936. In advance, thank you very much. The Chris Moyle Show Pubcast. Yeah, are you looking forward to this little screening later? Honestly, not at all. Pepper? No. James? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because you were sober. Coming up, more excellent radio as we celebrate the Chris Moyle Show team are finally all back together in the same room. Our guest today is out of this world. It's Tim Peak. Yeah. Get it? Because he's an astronaut. Out of this world. Ah, forget it. Plus... Rob DJ is a quiz host, and he does a quiz on this show. And he'll be doing that quiz, the Monday Night Pub Quiz, on this show after nine. Right. Welcome to another totally tip-top Tuesday, you turnips. Hey. Chris Miles Show. Radio X. Now, what shall I start this hour with? Shall I start with a slow track that's still a banger or a harder track that's still a banger harder okay Pippa said harder so who am I I agree with Pippa to deny the woman who's shouting go with a banger that is a little bit harder than the one before (laughs) (laughs) harder how about it harder Don't forget, Tim Peak, who lived in space, uh, is going to be on the show. And we're going to talk about his new book, tell you all to buy it, and then fly through as many questions as we can. Some ludicrous, some quite scientific. We've had no, they're not. so many. They're not scientific at all. They're not all really. stupid, childish questions about space. But there's some good ones. And I've made my list here. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be asking him uh, about that. All the questions to do with space and yeah. living in space uh, because he's written a book. It's called Tim Pig. I lived in space and you never will. Yeah. In your face, I'm from space. I'm better than you by Tim Pig. might not be. Something like that, isn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's, uh, his new book is called Space. I've lived there. You never will. Mm. Ha ha. Where do you live? Milton Keynes. I guess there are similarities. The vastness of it all. Yeah. It's It's a long title, but yeah. The extended. In Your Face by Tim Peake. That's what it's called. You could just search Space, the human story, 
which oh, is out yeah. on the 26th of October. Anyway, we're going to plug the living bejesus out of that mm. just so we can ask him all the questions. Not even all, because there's so many. Yeah. Questions about space. Before that. Because they'll be on just after half eight this morning. It's the new song from Blossoms. They started writing this in January earlier on this year. Then they got another female singer from Stockport involved, and she's on it. And it's called To-Do List. Blossoms and to-do list, brackets, after the breakup. So, here's a story. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, your man from Blossoms, he just comes up with this little riff. Tom. He goes, oh, this is all right, this, yeah. It's got That hair's just getting out of control now, by the way. Oh, it's very shiny, though, isn't it? Full of body. I like it. Get it cut. My darling, and your hair. Seriously, get it cut. Yeah. Sort yourself out. Right. Enough's enough now. You've got oh, a job. It's good. Not, That's not fantastic. Good. No, he doesn't. Does. He looks stupid and he needs to cut his hair. I'll tell him. <laughs> I'll tell him. His friends won't. His bandmates won't tell him. His, his parents won't. I'll tell him. Right. Get your hair cut. You're like a lout. <laughs> anyway. Morning, Tom. So, um, so he starts working on this little track and then he jumps to a book for inspiration. Oh, yeah. As he often does for lyrics. Right. And he finds this to-do list after you break up with somebody, what you should do. Okay. And he thought, oh, this is good. I could incorporate some of these lyrics. Hmm. I.e. nicked them. Right. And then... Plagiarism. What you do when you nick other people's work is you do a really clever move and you contact them and you go, hey, inspired by your... Um, semi-inspired by your thing that you wrote, uh, we've put some of it into a song. Are you all right with that? That's good, isn't it? And they go, oh, yeah? Yeah. Brilliant. You've legally said yes, you fool. And then they reached out to that woman, mm -hmm. and she's also Stockport. Right. And would you sing on it? And she goes, sure. Yeah. No else to do. Why not? And then the rest is history. And now that song is the record of the week. Lovely. On a national, international radio station. And it's a lovely song as well. That lovely story. Yes. That's lovely. Yep. And I just made all of that up. Oh, have you? But no, it is lovely. It is no, true. that's true. That's true. It is true. I know these things, Don. Plus, I saw it on TikTok this morning. So, oh. it's 8.21, Tim Peak from space on the show in just a bit. In the meantime, placebo. Um, Martin from Boreham Wood has texted in, uh, said, Hi, Radio X. I like it when people address the entire station. All right, that'll do. Hi, Radio X. Can you please ask Tim Peake what music he listened to in space? Well, I can tell you, Martin, mm. that he did choose three songs when he flew to space. I think that's what you call it. Do you yeah, call it Yeah, yeah, space? yeah. You'd blast off to space. Uh, when he entered space, he had Queen's Don't Stop Me Now, U2's Beautiful Day, and Barry Mandelow's Copacabana. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Coldplay's Sky Full of Stars. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, that's what he listened to. But, yeah, I don't know... Do they listen to just music up there? I think they do. Can they, they get the radio? Oh, now. Do sound waves move okay through gravity, James? Sound waves oh, do, yeah. No gravity. But I don't um, know. Whether but on they... the, they've got Wi-Fi, haven't they? Yeah. So they could have yeah. the app, sure. Would they be able to get Global Player? Yes. Ooh, Would they actually? Maybe. They can get the internet up there. Yes, so true. So they've got the phone and a router. How do they get the internet? Uh, Microwaves. No, that's cooking food. Yeah, you idiot. Oh. Silly Billy. No, no, that's the thing. You meant to have no, a minge. You, you send signal yeah, heat in the food up in the microwave. Oh. I don't know how it is. Maybe it's a microwave. You can't get the internet from a microwave. No, but oh, microwaves shit. are not oh, just eating your food up. Oh, it's a shame. You, you have a lie down. Anyway, Tim will be on the show shortly. 
And I was telling you that I got a text message from my friend earlier and it was just a view of the outside of the window of the car. Yeah. Just the side v- mirror. And they were like, no, no, I sent you a picture of clouds. And I'm mm. like, and a workman's van. Then they sent me a random picture of just a building. That's it. Uh, then they sent me a picture of their underground parking because they've just got to work. Oh. Yeah, these, the, the hits just keep on coming. That's lovely. Um, also, I meant to say earlier, you were doing the letters feature. Yeah. And you got your letter from the Hawthorns, which yes. is the... Braintree. Retirement, how would you call it? Uh, retirement it home? home, I guess. Yeah. Retirement home. And they have quizzes. And I said, oh, who does it? Gav. Mm. Gav was listening, and he said he'd be well up for it. Oh. And he's already started putting the uh, quiz together. Has he? Question number one. Go on. Where did you leave your glasses, Joan? Come on, think. When did you last see them? He's <laughs> been good at that. He's been good. He's been very good. I'll get you the gig, Gav. The Chris Moyles Show. Show. Morning, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Chris Moyles Show on Radio X. Featuring today, Dominic. Hello there. Pippa. Hello. James. Hello. And Captain Crapbeard. Hello. Oh, hello. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) Hello. That's better. Hello. And James. Hello. That's better. Sorry, ah. I had yours off, and I meant to have his yeah, off yeah, yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Right, so we're going to do as many questions as we can to our next guest. Mm-hmm. He is called uh, Tim Peake. He lived in space. I once lived in Milton Keynes. Uh, as I said earlier, very, very similar. Very similar. Uh, places, the vastness and darkness of it all. <laughs> anyway, we'll speak to Tim Peake, hopefully, after Stone Roses. Yay! Stone Roses, she bangs the drums at Radio X. It's 8.38. You can watch us on Global Player now if you fancy that. Open up Global Player on your phone, on your laptop. Go to Radio X and you should see a little video pop up. Hi, it's me. Switch on now, you watch, because, and you should, because we're about to say good morning to a man who once lived in space and his name is Tim Peake. Yay! Morning. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Tim. Nice to see you again. Good to see you guys too. We love having you on the show. Yeah. Oh, it's great to be here. You lived in space. <laughs> For a while, Tim, yeah. your address was, right, Tim Peak, the International Space Station, space. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, that's a good address to have, isn't it? Meanwhile, your wife down here, who's paying bills and whatnot <laughs> and filling out forms, <laughs> might have had to renew your car insurance or something. And then she's writing down, oh, I've got to do this, haven't I? And she's writing down, occupation, spaceman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was she was living in Houston at actually the time, and I was able to call her from the space station. Oh, but because we were working on GMT, it was always my evening that I gave her a phone call, and it was always her daytime, and she was really busy. And the number of times <laughs> I called up, and she's like, "Not now, I've got plenty of things." I'm phoning to get on from with. space, but yeah. not now, not dear. Now. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> well, we have a, we have a billion questions to ask, mm. and and I love asking you questions about space because there are. It's similar to when we get Professor Brian Cox on. There aren't that many stupid questions to do with space, because even if it seems stupid, mm. there's probably an answer. It's very true. And I would imagine there are very few questions to do with being and living in space that you've not answered before. So we'll get into those in a minute. But first, the reason Tim's here is A, because he loves us, but also B, <laughs> uh, his book is coming out on the 26th of October, which is called Space... 
I live there. You never will. I'm better than you. I lived in space. Yeah. Space, just like Milton Keynes. Yeah. yeah. The vastness of it all. So there is a link. So space, the human story. So is this basically everything to do with your time living in space no no it's oh. it's it's pretty much everyone else's time living in space because mm. I, I wanted to, to take the whole journey from that mercury uh, apollo era the space race all the way through skylab apollo soyuz the shuttle era iss mir space station and bring it up to date with artemis uh, and i loved reading the right stuff by tom wolf when i was younger and i kind of thought well that needs updating yeah there's a lot happened since then so it, it kind of brings that human story right up to date. So this is basically the, the the bible of space travel. There was so much that we had to you know really work hard to choose um what went in there, what stories. I was working with my editor and, and we kind of thought let's have a bit of fun with this. I wanted to tell the stories that give a little bit of a behind the curtains look at what mm. really goes on, a bit of humor, a bit of warmth and uh, and the human story behind it all. You know, like with a lot of books, I always go straight to the photos. Trace the pictures. Yeah. Just everything's dark. I <laughs> see. It's a lovely looking book, I have to say. It's really stunning, that cover. Yeah, that cover photo, Bruce McCandless um, from the first untethered spacewalk. From a test pilot's perspective, I look at that and think, wow, I mean, the courage it must have So taken. that that guy is... What would it, what, I, we'd call it a jetpack, but yeah, what, yeah. It, it was called the MMU, the Manned Maneuvering Unit, wow. uh, but it's essentially a jetpack, and he's out there, you know, a couple of hundred meters away from the space shuttle bay, on that jetpack, and if something had gone wrong at that point. Oh. That's game over. Mm. He must be papping himself at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all looks very serene and, and graceful and peaceful, but actually he was freezing cold yeah. because the spacesuits don't have any heaters in them and we generate all the heat inside our spacesuit because we're working really hard on a spacewalk. Right. But they hadn't really realised he wouldn't be doing any work. He's ah. just you know floating there in the jetpack. So he was freezing cold and there was lots of radio chatter going on. So it wasn't quite this kind of peaceful, tranquil scene that it looks like. Have you done that? Or have you been in the, in the, the, the jetpack thing? tied to the International Space Station floating about in space doing the jobs? So we wear a smaller version of that on our spacewalks. Mm -hmm. It's called Safer and it's the last resort in case we fall off the space station. So uh, I haven't done it for real. I wouldn't want to do it for real because that means you're in a, a, lot of, a lot of trouble. But we do practice how to fly it using virtual reality. So he's not attached to anything? No. Nobody had ever done this before? Incredible. No. So he goes out and everyone goes... Best of luck, hopefully see you in about 10 minutes. Yeah. And he goes, tsh, 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 <laughs> oh. and floats about space, and then at some point goes, okay, we proved it works, can I come back in now, please? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's just phenomenal. I, I, uh, what, what an achievement yeah. and uh, really kind of paved the way. And, and actually his son is, is uh, working now on developing a new version of that for the new Artemis oh programme. Okay, so everybody order this now. Mm. What a great read. What a great present. Buy two. <laughs> one for yourself. No, because we always run out of time to buy Christmas presents. Buy one for you and then one for someone you know as a present. They've already started your Christmas shopping. Yeah, uh, very good idea. Pre-order it right now. Mm. It is Tim Peak Space, the human story. Now we plugged it. Let's ask a million. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first time you went into space... Honest now, obviously you you've trained. Yeah. But are you really, 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 really nervous or are you more excited? It's more excitement, definitely. How? <laughs> 
Wow. Well, there there are some there are some nerves, but you at that point you kind of think. If something goes wrong, there's nothing I can do about it. Because right. you've, you've spent two and a half years training. And, you know, you've done every scenario in the simulator. Every emergency has been thrown at you. Um, you know exactly what to do if something goes wrong. So if it, if it does go wrong, it's going to go wrong with a big bang. And there's probably it'll go nothing, wrong it'll, quickly. You know, it'll go quickly, catastrophically, yeah. and there's nothing you can do. So at that point, you might as well just sit back and enjoy the ride. So it's more excitement and adrenaline than the nerves. <sighs> Are you, are you all right with the, uh, answering our silly questions? <laughs> Let's go for it. Okay. All right. Some of these are very silly. Uh, some of these are, uh, are not so silly. You can answer with one-word answers of two minutes. I don't. Honestly, it's totally up to you. Um, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. If so, in space, your next-door neighbours could be aliens. Well, well, they would be aliens. I had a, a brilliant question from a, a young kid once who said, um, do, you, do you get taught how to deal with aliens if they come knocking? Is there kind of some, some sort of first, you know, pr- some protocol mm. for first contact? That's a great, great question. question. There isn't. But I just thought, what? how there should be. I want to sit in a NASA class and get taught what's yeah. the protocol for first contact. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they don't give us that. So, Why uh, don't you come up with it? <laughs> it's up to us to decide what to do. Yeah. All right. This is about what I have put down as fart propulsion. (laughs) Stephen says, theoretically, could you propel yourself if you farted hard and long enough, would it move you through the International Space Station? Yes, the the the, the key there is is hard and long enough. Right. I mean, it would have to be a really good fart um, uh, to get you to move any distance at all. Uh, I'm not. I think that would be probably quite a painful fart too. Oh. All right. Last silly one. Like Radio Four this time, isn't it? If you stand in space naked, I think we may have covered something like this before. I th- mm. If you stand in space naked, do your bits float around like when you're laid in the bath? And that's from James <laughs> in Western Superman. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. I can honestly say I have never been asked that question before. Oh, oh, there you there go. go. <laughs> um, yes, this is a yeah, unique answer. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's just like being in a bath. Everything just has a life of its own. Everything just floats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hair, bits, everything. Hair my, bits. My, my follow-up question to that would be, how could us mere mortal people... What is the best way, or is there a way, that we could experience uh, zero gravity without actually going to space? Uh, not for any meaningful period of time. Now, there, well, there is the Vomit Comet, the aircraft that we train in. That oh. gives you about uh, 30 seconds of weightlessness every time it goes and does a parabola, like going over the top of a hill. So that's the best way on Earth to... to practice for weightlessness but we won't be allowed to have a go on that yeah you can I mean, anyone can, can have a go it's quite expensive though so what are we looking at roughly I, I think it's about £2,000 a ticket for oh, uh, wow. a, three, a three and a half hour flight on a parabolic mm-hmm. flight and then you, how- do, you do 33 parabolas back to back so you oh you, do you oh wow yeah you want to probably take one of the, the quells or something beforehand and, would, oh. and will I feel really sick afterwards um, it, it depends. Some people do, but some people are, are very good. Sick. It, you, possibly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> yeah. I would. Is it, no, hold on, sorry. Is it 30 seconds of no gravity and then 30 seconds of double gravity? Yeah, so, so there's there's a pull-up, a kind of 2G pull-up, then 30 seconds going over the top, uh, and then a, th- a short sort of 15-second pull-out, 2G pull-out as well. Wow. So oh. it's wow. 2G, 0G, 2G. And then it gives you about a 30-second break, and then you go to the next one. That could fix my fear of turbulence. Oh, 100%. If you get through that, you're fine. Because turbulence would be the last thing in your mind there as you try not to vomit, just seconds away from 
you know, zero gravity. You <laughs> don't want to do that. Are you loosening it at that time then? You just kind of... Yeah, so the, <clears throat> the trick is, as they're, just as they're about to do the pull-out, you get a little three, two, one warning. Right. So that if you're at the the roof, you can push yourself off and get down to the floor ready right. for the pull-out. Right. Otherwise, if you're in the roof, as they start the yeah. pull-out, you're going to slam down right. and, and, and possibly hurt yourself. Oh, wow. We, we should do this. Do you think? <laughs> oh, no. So that's 2G, did you say? That's the force, yeah. basically. So when, when you're blasting off to the International Space Station, how many G are you pulling there? You, you have a gradual build-up, but it gets to about 4.5G right. uh, as you're on the rocket launch. Re-entry is actually uh, worse. You get to about 5 to 6G with re-entry, and it's, it's a much more violent experience, the, right. the re-entry. Than and you feel as like your whole body's being crushed. Yeah, coming yeah, down crushed down, yes. Yeah, oh. Hard to breathe. Oh, Oh, this is great, isn't it? This is so much fun. Mm. Next, do NASA still issue astronauts a wristwatch? Yes, uh, wearing it right now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So this is a Amiga Speedmaster, uh, the digital version, and. It's got um, especially loud alarm on it because there's lots of background noise on the space station. So it's got about seven alarms and you can set them for every orbit if there's things you've got to do, but certain tasks during the day and it's loud enough to overcome all the, the noise of the ventilation fans. Omega must love that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actual astronauts in space wear our watches, so it's up to you. If it's good enough for them, absolutely, it's good enough for anyone. Great question, Adam. Very cool-looking watch as well. Um, okay, so we saw Tim do his excellent talk at Go Wild in the summer. Simply with the busiest working training life that takes you to the edge of every human and space extreme, what is possibly left to do for fun or indeed relax, mm. says Ben and Jamie. Oh, um, I mean, I, I love doing all sorts of things. I, I love being with, spending time with the family, whether it's hiking, camping, kayaking, anything like that. So that's my kind of downtime. Um, my wife is Scottish, so we try and get up to Scotland every summer and just have a three weeks up there and um, mm. have you more or something. Nice. nice. Enjoying it. It was lovely. Um, and uh, I like off-road motorbiking. So, oh, um, oh do that's, you? That's, yeah. that's something I love doing as well. It goes really fast. Yeah, she just flies and yeah, just yeah. loads of wheelies <laughs> and Absolutely, stuff. Yeah. Loads of Skids. Yeah. Um, Chris Armstrong says, uh, good morning, Mr. Peak. I'd like to know, is it technically possible for a human being to live in space indefinitely? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason why not, as long as you, uh, you were supplied with food and water. Um, and actually, the human body would, would start to adapt and, and become really good at living in weightlessness. We, we work really hard on the space station by exercising every day to try and stop us from adapting mm. too well to, to weightlessness because we need to come back to a gravity environment. But there's no reason why you couldn't. Wow. Mm. That's a thought, isn't yeah. it? Um, speaking of which, what is the food situation when you're on the International Space Station, when you're in space? Uh, it's, it's not great. So if you're a foodie, you're going to be quite disappointed. Um, it's not as bad as it was in the kind of Mercury-Gemini era. Um, if I was uh, researching for the book, one of the great stories, there was John Young, who took a corned beef sandwich up on his Gemini mission. Uh, Wally Shearer went down the road to Wolfie's uh, on, on the Cape Canaveral and bought it for him and said, hey, this will be a bit of a laugh. You know, put this in your pocket. So he's up there in space and, and pulls out this corned beef sandwich, which is already a couple of days old. And oh. Gus Grissom was sitting next to him <laughs> didn't seem too impressed and <laughs> when they got back down there was a full inquiry that went all the way to Washington and really? uh, oh my uh, yeah, God. They, they were very severely disciplined for oh that so really? it's a bit more relaxed now I mean we can have a, a bit of off the shelf food up there you can right. have biscuits and peanuts if you want um, but generally speaking the food is pretty bland and just like camping food Yeah. and is it like what we see in films is it all like packaged up 
and yes yeah so we've got a food electric food warmer so most of it comes up in those foil pouches that you just have to pop in the food warmer 10 minutes and then rip open the top and and there you go dig in so it can't be anything that's got too much liquid in because if mm. you rip open the packet it's just going to go everywhere right so right it could be something like pasta and sauce but the sauces are all fairly thick yeah what does it smell like in the space station um it's not as bad as you might think. When we docked to the space station, Tim Copra said, just as the hatch was opening, he said, remember what it smells like, because in, in 20 minutes, you'll, you'll forget it. You'll yeah. be numb, numb to the right. smell. And um, it was a little bit stale, I have to admit, but it was more of a kind of clinical, metallic, like a laboratory, which is. Yeah. And there's so much electrical equipment. That's the main smell, rather than sweaty astronaut. Good. And you oh, had I've... YouTube Beautiful Day playing when you when you went up as well, didn't you? Yes, yeah. Uh, YouTube that. Beautiful Day, Coldplay, Sky Full of Stars, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. That was a good Barry track. Barry Manilow, Cabo Cabana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the space walk, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a silly one. So, uh, this is, now, this is a silly question, but again, you, you, you're either going to say, oh, of course you can, or you're going to go, oh, interesting. But here's the question. Can you ask Tim if you can poo... Have a poo and a wee at the same time, as I've heard that you can't. No, you can. You can. Right. Oh, there you yeah. are, Sean. There you go, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've, got a, you've got a separate tube that you pee into. Lovely. And an ordinary toilet seat. So you, um, can, okay. you can do both at the same there time. There you go. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, this is from Gaz and Kent. Uh, the question for you is, when does the sky become space? That's a good question. It's a gradual thing. It's not like there's some cut-off, there's some boundary. We call space 100 kilometres, it's the Kármán line, and once you've passed that, then you're officially in space, officially an astronaut. But that kind of blackness comes on gradually. And in fact, if you, you know, see documentaries of people climbing Everest, you can all, already see the sky going that really deep, dark mm. blue, um, just at kind of 30,000 feet. So uh, as you get to 100 kilometres, it's most definitely black. So uh, is it like a, a sunset? for us it's a gradual thing it is yeah yeah that eventually if you go to the loo you come out and you go oh, i missed it it's yeah. too dark <laughs> but if you're just sitting there it just you don't really notice it because yes. it's over a certain amount of time yeah and, and because for the first part of the launch we don't even have windows to look out because we've got the nose fairing on which is protecting us and the nose fairing only uh, gets jettisoned once we're out the atmosphere right. so the first time we look out the window it's already really black we're already uh, almost in space and that first moment of you looking out the window and seeing space, is that just the most thrilling thing ever? It is, yeah, but at that point, the most thrilling thing is the speed. Because there's your 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 mind is kind of it's almost getting to the point of of being uncomfortable. You're like this this is ridiculous. This cannot keep going on. You've just got four Gs for eight and a half minutes. How fast are you going in terms of like miles per hour? Seventeen and a half thousand miles per hour. So that's that's nippy, isn't it? That's faster than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, That's amazing. Yeah, and it's really it's when the engine cuts out. The main and there's a big jolt when that happens, and that's when you're allowed to unstrap. You float up, you, you look out the window. And that and then yes, it's absolutely amazing. You look down on Earth and it's just the most beautiful sight. Have you ever been down for speeding? <laughs> a few times. Have you? Have you ever had yeah. to do a speed awareness course? I uh, thankfully not yet, no. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> How fast were you going? Well, I was doing fourteen or thirty. But just to add to that, I once did seventeen and a half thousand miles an hour. So <laughs> I am getting better. Um this is a lovely, silly question. Because obviously, of your time. And you did, what, 160-odd days? Uh, 186. 186 <laughs> days. Because of 
the fact that you would have been up there and things would float around in the International Space Station, when you returned to Earth, did you ever let go of something forgetting that it wouldn't float? I did the opposite. It's a good question because some people do, but I, I just felt everything was so heavy. Um, and somebody handed me an iPad uh, almost straight away as soon as we got in the tent because we had to do this uh, test, this like uh, coordination test mm-hmm. on the iPad. And I just took it and nearly dropped it. I can't believe really? how heavy this iPad was. I'd been using an iPad every day on the space station and just got used to <laughs> flinging this thing around in weightlessness. So I ended up gripping onto everything really tightly. Wow. And, and the weightlessness, nothing weighs anything. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can, a feather and a brick. Yeah, and it's the, the same. It is absolutely. I, I did that during training, actually, when um, I was I was in the vacuum chamber. So I was wearing my spacewalking spacesuit and testing it out, making sure it didn't have any leaks. And we went down to a, a pure vacuum, and, and I'd taken a feather and just like a lead weight in and dropped them off the tray at the same time. And it's just so crazy. The lead weight doesn't surprise you because it falls at exactly the same kind of rate that you'd expect it to fall. But to see a feather plummet down um, at the same rate as a dead weight is it's just weird That's, your brain yeah. can't really compute it it's fascinating tim it is fascinating so we again i could do this so hours, many but are you going to go back to space um i hope so yeah oh. there's there's a lot happening at the moment space is really exciting now we've got this new sort of commercial era of space exploration uh, a new space station is being built that's going to bolt onto the iss and take over when the iss retires we've got the artemis program going back to the moon uh, so there's a huge amount happening so um never say never and final question is your missus really bored of all your space stories <laughs> I think that's why she wants me to go back to space. Oh, <laughs> Please just go dis- back. disappear for a while again. Well, well, listen, we love it. It's it's always and thank you very much for, for indulging us with our ridiculous questions. Uh, the book is here. You can pre-order it now. Tim Peake, Space: The Human Story. Uh, well done. This is a lot of work. Mm, thank you. I, I enjoy it. It was a lot of work, but I really enjoyed researching and writing it. Um, Always a pleasure. Always so much fun. Yeah, thank you for coming in. When, um, oh, last question. When you're in space, in the International Space Station, and last question, I'm going to be late for the news by eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) You've got Wi-Fi. Yeah. So could you listen to Radio X in the International Space Station? You can now. Yeah, when I was there, we couldn't uh, live stream. So uh, we had to have have it sent up. Uh, uh, But yeah, you can now, I think. They They can stream it. Awesome! That's amazing. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> Any more before I let him go? I can't let him go. We've got to go to the absolute. <laughs> I want to ask you about, can we live on Mars at some point? What do you think about flat earthers? Ah, uh, yeah, well, yes, we can live on Mars. Um, flat earthers, just don't give them the time of day. What's the point? Uh, went round the Earth 3,000 times. It's round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, lovely to see you. Uh, everybody, <laughs> order the book now. What a treat. And thank you very much. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanks Mr. So Tim yeah. Peake. And we'll be right back. The Chris Moyles Show. On your radio, on Global Player, and on your smart speaker. Play Radio X. This is Radio X News. Tim Peake. Man from space. Mind blown again. Isn't it? I hope hope everybody listening, every single person listening to that, had at least one question Mm. where they went, wow. 
17 and a half thousand miles per hour. That, see, now, let me stop the new signal. I thought that's what he meant when the when rocket is going up. Mm. That's the speed that the International Space Station is constantly moving at. Mm. That's moving at 17 and a half thousand miles an hour. So, where he lives... Yeah. For 186 days, that is constantly moving, orbiting the Earth at 17,000 miles an hour. And he's never been on a speed awareness course. On your radio, on Global Player, and on your smart speaker. Play Radio X. This is Radio X News. Dominic's got the news, it's three minutes past nine. At the Cricket World Cup, Australia have their first win. They beat Sri Lanka by five wickets. With eBay. Find, fix and save on wiper blades this autumn. And the weather, dry and sunny for much of the UK today. Cloudy and, and the weather. Uh, the southwest and northern Ireland. And the weather's... Temperature's getting up to a big uh, 15 degrees. Go on, today. go on, Dom. From Global's newsroom for Radio X. Yeah. I'm W. Byrne. Yeah, whoopie-doops. Whoopie-doop. Thank you, thank you. Um, James, I'm just uh, texting Gav. Yes. You know, on Thursday... On th- yes, on Thursday. BL. Yes. Do you want to meet earlier with Gav? Ooh. Yes. Yeah? Mm. Okay. And BL. We're, we're, we're looking into maybe... Um, Y-E-S. Get, getting a table in one of the tournament rooms. Oh, oh that's serious. <laughs> yes. Are you, now, are you up for that or not? I can't come to the BL, okay. portion because I have... Captain? AOB. I'm present at the BL. Yeah, do you want to meet early and learn how to play poker? Not no. really, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> so oh. I'll put you, me, Gav, yeah. Toby. Oh, yeah. Toby will be there anyway. He'll be there anyway. Yeah, Toby's yeah. there now. That's true, yeah. All right, good. <sighs> Is that wise? What? Yeah. Are you wise? Uh, I can hello. feel the fear already about it. That's why I've said no. Of course it's not wise, but it'll be fun. <laughs> this... Is Radio X from Global? Pippa's got a book launch on Thursday. The old BL. The launch of Pippa's second book. Yeah. Ooh. It doesn't look as glossy as Thames or Dawn's. Well, just nick the cover off Thames. Shall I? It would look <laughs> weird if your book just had a picture of a man floating in space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. It looks nice, your book cover, actually. I think uh, you're doing it a disservice there. I think it's nice. It's available to pre order now, Pippa's book. Yes, it is. The bumper book of craptic things. Yeah. The, the big craptic quiz book. That's what I said. It's the yeah. big craptic quiz book. You're 48 hours away from launch. Yeah. So it'll land on our doorsteps on Thursday. Yeah. I feel a bit like we Tim Peake. haven't we? Yeah, you should feel like Tim Peake. Yeah. I don't. Did I order it? Yes. Oh, yes. Did you? No, you didn't. Uh, I'll did. give you a copy. I've got some. No, no, I want to no. buy it. No. Want to go no, to I, want to, I want to go into a shop so and buy it. So do I. It. I want to walk into a shop and buy your book. <gasps> oh, my God. Can I do the Brian Cranston thing with your book? Oh, yeah. Like, if I see your book for sale... That's nice. I can go and buy it, get a pen and write and put the receipt in and go, Hi, I've bought this book. My mate wrote it. Well proud. Love Chris, and then put him back on the shelf. Mm. But you can do that as well. Yeah, it's a nice idea, isn't it's it? It's a great yeah. idea. Brian it's... Cranston told us he did this with his book. He mm. went in, found a copy of his book in a bookstore, bought it, got the receipt, wrote in it, oh, Hi, I'm Brian Cranston. I wrote this book. I've already bought it, so you could just take it. Lots of love. Yeah. And then put the receipt in there and put it back on the shelf. Very classy, that. And the next person came along, I went, Oh, I might have a little look at that. Opened it up, read that, saw the receipt, and then went, 
I bet you any money they put it back. Yeah, like, nah, it's a scam, so wind up, put it back. Yeah, You'd have to have that. the receipt sticking out, wouldn't you, just in case they get it, they don't yeah. look at that particular bit, buy it anyway, and then get home and like, oh. And pay for it import. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the the launch for Pippa's book is on Thursday, and everybody who loves Pippa and supports her <laughs> is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, apart yeah. from me. Oh, oh sadly, I'm gutted. You're I do there, love Dom. and support Pippa, but sadly, I can't be there. Clearly, not. what's what's more important than supporting your friend? One of my children is perform. Two of my children actually. Oh, right. Girls are doing a house music event, <laughs> and it runs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bit of duff duff. It's a Chicago house. What From kind of seven until about? Because I did say I could come afterwards, but it doesn't finish until about quarter to ten, and it's not in London. That's the problem. But yeah, so. When my daughter told me which day it was, what I should have I should have gone, that's great, we'll be there, can't wait. Why I actually said was damn it, that's Pippa's book launch day. <laughs> What's um mm. so what is it they're actually doing? I don't really understand. They all say it's like a choir thing, they sing and they some play instruments and it's kind of an evening of sort of music, sort of into house music for all, for the school and stuff. So each each what? Oh my god. That sounds brilliant. Oh no, well, it is if you're the parent, but just, probably I, I wouldn't come and watch yourself. I'm just trying to find a, a video that I can play, yeah. which will have similar sounds, okay. so you can at least experience yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sack it off and then come to... Uh... <laughs> there you oh. go. What's that? It's just a cat crying. Oh. So I'm just thinking, it's, it's going to sound similar, similar, isn't it? Well, it could do, yeah, it could do. Can't we make a little dummy version of you, you know, like out of stuff, newspapers? Sure, stuff, absolutely. Definitely pop it there do. instead. Definitely do that. Yeah, get a cardboard cutout. Yeah, it? that's it. Cardboard cutout's probably easier, isn't it? Have you got a guest list as such? Is it, uh, is it going to be a celeb, a celeb evening, do you think? Uh, well, not without you, but... Well, sure, sure. Thanks, yeah. cheers, Pip. Well, I mean, you're, yes, you <laughs> are the one... <laughs> Uh, well, there's a bit of friends. Yeah. There's friends. There's friends, acquaintances, friends. and colleagues. And my mum and dad. Oh, your mum and dad go for it. Yes. Nice. And Helen, Hefty Helen, obviously. Oh, Hefty's oh. there? Yeah. Oh, Chris, you'll see Hefty. Oh, well, I won't be able to miss her. <laughs> well, she's. No, because she's small and. Well, because she'll be there. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah she'll yeah. be there. Yeah, she's small. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, mm. you'll be uh, watching your kids yes. uh, singing in the school. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's what they say. They all sing this. Meanwhile, 20 miles away, we'll all be <laughs> drinking free champagne and getting absolutely leathered. James and I and Toby and Gav are going to uh, be smashing the poker tables. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And walking out with no money. <laughs> Coming up, more brilliant broadcasting before we go to record what Dom is calling Sozzlebox yeah. as we watch our own podcast. Mm, Rob DJ's Monday Night Pub Quiz is on shortly. Is which is the best quiz on the radio that's played every Tuesday on Radio X. Mm-hmm. Plus, Toby has the request hour from 10. He'll play your song request, providing it's one of the bands that he wants to play. That's true. Thanks for rocking with the Chris Moyle Show. As a thank you, the next song is an absolute cracker. The Chris Moyle Show. Radio X. And our next song is for Tim Peake. 
asked Tim Peake, the man who lived in space, as many questions as we could fit into our time with him. Many people texting going, that is so interesting. What a lovely dude. Fascinating. So interesting to listen to. But one listener has summed the whole thing up by saying, amazing interview. However, the only thing I remember is the fact your divinas would float about if you were naked in space. (laughs) They have Wi-Fi and they can now stream... That's amazing. So when they're not floating about space fixing things and doing spacey things, they're watching Netflix. We need another... They can listen to us right now. We need another UK astronaut to go up there who goes, I'm going to listen to Radio X. Yeah. I'll listen to the show every day, yeah. James, you'd be well up for it, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I'd go. Oh, I'd be up for you being sent into space. We could go together. No, I'd be well up for you being shot into space. We Mm. could go. We'd be there at the lift-off. We could press the button. Yeah. Yeah, big red button. Off you go. There is um, um, a streaming camera Mm. from the actual International Space Station. There's an official NASA stream. And we put it... James, I think, was going to put it on the screen, but he stopped. And I think the reason he stopped is it looks like somebody's left their jacket hanging over the corner of the camera. Yeah, what is that? What is it, James? Looks like a bit of protection. Because, I don't know. Mm, like a hood for the camera yeah. or something. So uh, stop it getting... Because if something extends, it's got to have, like, protection so it doesn't get mm. dust and stuff in there. Right. But is that flying it? <laughs> have you made all that up? No, no, space no you dust. in space, you've got to be careful about the dust and stuff. Dust and stuff, that's it. Uh, you missed our show on Friday. We had Carl Barrett and Pete Doherty on the show on Friday. They were brilliant. And this is their brand new single from the Libertines. It is Run, Run, Run from the Libertines. And we sat in the studio on Friday and we interviewed them. And then we played that song. And Pete didn't take his headphones off and mm. sang. Yes. All the way through. Yeah. And then Carl had his headphones on, and they were both just listening to it as if they were in a brand new band. And it was the the first time they'd ever heard their song on the radio. And then they gave each other a hug and said, Do you know what? That sounds really good. Yeah. Didn't they? And it is. I really like that song. I know, but thank God. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine if they were like, Oh, yeah. And they were getting really excited hugging each other. And the record was absolute rubbish. I almost said a rude word. Yes. And it wasn't very good. And he's like, Oh, do you like it? Well, I like. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that yeah. song. But thank God. I think it's brilliant. It's great. I've heard it a lot as well. Run, Run, it. Run is a brand new track from the Libertines. It is out now. It's 20 past nine. Rob DJ's quiz is coming up. Yeah. The Chris Miles Show. The Chris Moyles Show. And try Radio Does anybody know anybody who's been to see Madonna? Uh, oh, no. I so wish I was going to see Madonna. Yeah. She's meant to be very good. It's Madonna. First gig I ever went to was Madonna back in the day. Really? I went to see her in Roundy Park. Who's that girl, World Tour, 1985? Wow. Yep. I can't remember the tour. When did Madonna play Roundy Park, Rob? 1987, who's that girl tour? Oh, oh, so it that was. Girl? oh that's the one I went on. It was 87, not 87. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was 85. 87. 87, I was 15. Who's that girl? Did you go, Rob? The Easter Bonita, yes. I went as well. I was heavily into the idea of bootlegging concerts as a career. Oh, you you went with... Michael a... Jackson played as well at Roundy Park. I went, that was a, I, that was a bad tour. 
We drove past that pub on the way on the way back to the airport. <laughs> I uh, I sneaked a cassette in and I rec- and I recorded the gig and then my plan was to bootleg it. I was a kid. I was going to bootleg it, and make a fortune. Little Dell boy. And I had a, a stroke of genius. I won't say who who helped me out. My dad. So I got a cassette recorder, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Wrapped it in cling film. Just uh, police around the country two, making notes of this? But put, put bread <laughs> either side of it. <laughs> you two, put what? Two, like, so it's two thick, two slices thick. That's a big right? sandwich. Wrapped it in right. tin foil. Yeah. So when the scoots checked, they went, what's that? And I went, sandwiches. And they went, they squeezed it, opened it up, saw the bread and went, yeah, 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 no worries. No anyway, worries. And then I went, and I'm like, I'm going to wow. record this. I'm going to bootleg it. I'd seen it on Network 7, bootleggers Network doing concerts. Seven. Yeah, you need a, a, a multiplier cassette machine to dub all the cassettes. And I'm going to make an absolute fortune. And I listened back to it uh, the next day when I woke oh. up. <laughs> I really should have taken the bread off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't, you te- didn't you go with your teachers to a gig? Or have I made that up? Oh, yeah. you did. Yeah. What, to that one? You wouldn't have taken... No, your, that your was Genesis, Genesis Park, yeah. Invisible Touch Tour. You went with your teachers. Well, no, I went on my own. But, with, yeah, but I went, yeah. I went with, with you, because you were yeah, too young to go on your own. Uh, yeah, so, no, no, there was them. Oh, for God's sake. Back by popular demand. Fine, this fine. This is Rob fine. DJ's Pub oh. Quiz. Only on Radio X. Stop trying to make my relationship with my teacher weird. It's just I never went to gigs with my teachers. I, I'm probably jealous in a way. Oh, I didn't. Mm. Everybody went to a gig with their teacher, right? Uh, no. Everybody, no, everybody had presents bought for them by their teacher, right? No, no. Everybody had to clean their car in, a, in that no. in Lady Hosen for their teacher, right? <laughs> You're no. the only person uh, on your own. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, morning, Rob DJ. Morning, morning, guys. Lady Hosen. Morning, Rob. Last time I saw Madonna was 1993 at Wembley, the girly tour. Oh, oh that yeah. was a long time ago, wasn't it? I love Madonna. I mean, she's Madonna. I don't get, I don't understand why nobody would not want to see her live. I understand why you wouldn't buy tickets, because they're not the cheapest. But, no, they're really not the cheapest. I looked on Saturday, and there were still tickets available hmm. for Saturday night. Standing. Much. Standing. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, three? Three. Thousand pounds. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> what? Now, I love Madonna, but if I'm that desperate oh, to see her, I'd rather break into a house than mm. pay £3,000 for a ticket. That's steep, isn't it? Steep. Wow. Wow. She well, used to be looked after a woman called Barbara Sharon, you remember? Mm, Bar- Barbara yes. used to look after Madonna yes, for yeah, years yeah. and years, and Barbara was like a uh, fan of our show. Mm. She was great. Yeah. Oh. Is anyone listening who knows Madonna? <laughs> there must be someone listening who knows Madonna. There might be a dancer or something who's, who's listening, you know, works Can you just Madonna. text Madonna and just go... Yeah. Madonna, Chris Miles would love to be your guest to go and see you live. Because obviously you want the full treatment. I want to drink for free. Oh, yeah. But, like, I want to see Madonna. Dress you up for my love. If someone's... Oh, gambler. Yeah. I ain't never that anymore. That's a good one. Never gambler, do you? Gambler's a Borderline. Cheap. Borderline. Her first hit, I think, wasn't it? Open your yeah. heart. Anyway. Um, the bottom line of this, um, if anyone knows Madonna, please can you text her? Yeah. I'm the one who swore at her at the Brits a few years ago. She came in for an interview. We just ended up swearing and effing and jeffing yeah. at each other. We laughed. Yes. And, taken, and then she left. Very funny. Well, there'll be the highlight of her day. Mm, her. Yes, her day. How fascinating was Tim Peake, by the way? Oh. I listened to oh. him for hours. What's, oh. the, what, this, what's the one thing you're going to take away from that chat? Oh, yeah, Davina's, definitely. Yeah. 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 Your float if you take all your clothes off. <laughs> How excited was James Face when he mentioned the zero gravity flight? He was, he's up for that. Yeah, did he see his face uh, when he said it was two grand, though? <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he goes up and down 30 times. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. 2,000 to find you, 
Poor old Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, should we do the quiz? Yeah, why not? Oh, no, before we get into it, are you all right? I've not asked you. How's your week been? Yeah, I'm fine. Why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I'm curious. I'm just making sure you're all right, Grumpy. Yeah, actually, I'm getting a bit cold, I think. Oh. Changing weather. See? Yeah. A bit snuffly this morning. I'm a bit snuffly. A bit coughy. I've got a cough. It is really... It's mm. just, what a difference a week's made. I know. It was Scorchio last week and now... But hold on, any any day now you'll be up to Dubai or the Maldives or Abu Dhabi. No, no, I told the... you have nothing while March now. Are you sure? Yeah. It's just to run out of money. No. <laughs> <laughs> nothing while March. Have you, what, what is it? Is it some kind of weird, weird no. agreement? Are you, are you on a weird bet? No, no, no. Where are you going to go in March, Rob? I might drop in, you what, never know. What was that, Dom? Sorry, where are you going to go in March? Wherever Justin's going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is this is ours. Oh, is it? This is the one where we're going from Barbados to Tenerife. Like on a cruise ship, of course. Not just walking it. Oh, yeah, don't, don't walk it. Hey, if Justin's looking for a drinking buddy on one of his holidays, between now and you going away with him, I'll go, I'm around, Justin. <laughs> Me and Dom will come with you. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll have a lad- I'll give you a text now. We'll have a lad's holiday. <laughs> yeah. He won't be out of bed yet, will he? <laughs> <laughs> Right, you got your text off? Yes. Don't cheat a bit on my quiz? Uh, yeah. yeah. Off. 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 Question number one. Question number one. Question one. Question one. Question number one. Question number one. Which song title is shared by oh. Michael Jackson and you two? Got it. Got it too. Oh, Smooth no. Which song title is shared by Michael Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson? Yeah, it did sound a bit Jackson. I'm Motti. I like Tiff yesterday when I picked her up from the dentist. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, I've got dentist today. What are you having done? Nothing. Just to check us. Go see oh, you'll be fine. Hang out. Mm. Two thirty. Going for a pint. Oh, stop. Oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> two thirty. <laughs> Question number two. I'm, I'm going as well, Rob. What time yeah. are you going? Two thirty-two. Oh. Hey. It doesn't have the same effect. Clever, yeah, it does. I enjoyed it. It does, because I'm going as well. Yeah, 2.32, that works. Like the reason I'm going to the dentist is because I have a hurty too, so it's 2.32. 2.32. Yeah. I'm going well. 20 to 4. No, it doesn't. <laughs> shut up. Right, next question. <laughs> question number two. 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 Which county cricket club had five men in the England team in the World Cup on Sunday against Afghanistan? Ooh. Oh. Now then. Which county cricket club had five men in the England team in the World Cup on Sunday against Afghanistan? No one. Does anyone know? That's the problem. Okay, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Question number three. 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 three. Following on from last week's question, which which US state is last alphabetically? Oh. Which US state... Is it last alphabetically? Mm. Oh, I think I got it. I've got, I've got something. Oh, I might have I'm it. I'm gonna write that down. Mm. I might have it. Ooh. Question number four. Question number four. Question four. Question four. Question number four. Question number four. Without a head, I am higher. Oh. What am I? Well, Without a head, head, I am higher. I am. What am I? Hmm. Uh, what? Without a head, I am higher. What am I? Uh, I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> Without a head. Without a head, I am higher. I'm finally question number five. 
And finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. And finally, question number five. Which actor plays Prime Minister Robert Sutherland in the third series of Sky TV's Cobra Rebellion? Mm. Brilliant, it is too. Mm. Which actor plays Prime Minister Robert Sutherland in the third series of Sky TV's Cobra? Without a mm. head, I'm higher. Yeah. Without a head. Yes. Have you got that? Well, that's the question, John. I'm back with answers after this record. So don't you dare go nowhere because I'm coming back at you after the Black Keys and Howling for You only on Radio X. Nice. All right. That's right, the great sounds of the Black Keys on Radio X. What are you saying, Dumb? Without a head, I'm higher. higher. I, yes! Do you know, I'm absolutely stumped by that. Yes? I normally get a guess for these, but I yeah, have nothing. Yeah, me too. I'm, I have nothing. Go on, what is it? I have nothing. I don't, don't know. <laughs> what are you looking at on your phone? Just looking at your calendar. Rob and I were talking about Leeds United dates. Right, OK. Uh. I was wondering. You, you you were privy to that conversation. No, I was f- focusing on the quiz. He was giving me dates and he's saying, "Are you free on the for the Middlesbrough game?" Well, we the thing is, we keep phones out of our area to stop suspicion. Oh, don't take it all so seriously. <laughs> Oh, I'm, there's no prize. It's there very isn't serious. A prize. There isn't a prize. There's, there's pride. No prize. Pride, pride is the prize. And pride and prize. Without a head, I'm higher. All right. Well, if you want to know, I'll give you a heads up. Number one, I've got. Number two, I've guessed. Number three, I've guessed. Number four, I'm still struggling. And number five, I've got. So I'm going to go one, two, possible three slash four out of five. All right? <laughs> yeah, great. All right. I might have two. All right. I think I've got. Uh-huh. I think I've got three. I'll be happy with one. I'll be two tops. One. Do you know what? You've well, you'll find out after the ads, won't you? You're fired. Okay. Rob, Captain you'll find Crabbeard. find out after the ads. All right, say it again and I'll get the ads. You'll find out after the ads. The Chris Moyles Show. Radio The Chris Moyles Show. And just like that, we're back. Absolutely fantastic. Radio Right, that was good timing. Uh, Toby Tarrant just walked into the room, and if you're a diehard fan of the show, you should know when Toby walks into the studio every day, he greets us with a rude word. It's a nice one today. Or or a rude greeting. He walked in just as the jingle was going, Radio X. So I deliberately left the microphone off for a second so he could say, Good morning. Oh, I won't repeat it. No, 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 no. Back by popular demand. Anyway, hello. This hello. is Rob DJ's Pub Quiz. Only on Radio X. And here's Rob DJ. It's really got to dumb that question for us. It's it? got to all of us, this question. I don't like it. And Captain Crapbeard thinks I'm going to get it right because he thinks I've cheated. No. Yes. No. Let's see. Hey, looking at your phone, were you? I didn't. I so during, during the Black Keys, Rob goes, are you going to go up to a Leeds game before the end of the year? And I went, I don't know. I'm going to try it. He goes, so he's running through the dates of all the home games. He goes, are you free on this date? So I've got my calendar open. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I might be in Manchester the night before, so there's a good chance I could get across the day. And then did all that. And then Captain goes, oh, got your phone in your hand, have you? I've got your phone in your hand. What, just, you do, what are you doing? It looks a bit sus, doesn't it? That's all. It just and I'm looks like, You sus. all heard the conversation, and he's going, what are you doing on this date? I went, hold on, let me have a look, I and I'm telling him what answer. I'm doing. I haven't texted the answers to Chris since the old station. Lovely <laughs> 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 Not since the old <laughs> station. No, he emails them <laughs> to me now. Yeah. 
Which song title is shared by Michael Jackson and you to... Captain. Captain. I've put bad. Ha ha, what an idiot. Pippa. Well, I, I, I'm i going to say, just as you said it, I thought bad, but and I was going to put bad, but then you said it, then I felt bad, so I put vertigo. Oh. James? I've put bad. Mm. Toby? Bad. Dom? It's bad. Oh, good. And Chris? <gasps> bad. It's bad. Jambon. One of my favourite U2 songs. It's bad. Yes. Jambon. I don't know the U2 song. That's great. Unforgettable fire. Question number two. 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 Which county cricket club had five men in the England team in the World Cup on Sunday against Afghanistan? Toby will know that. James? Lancashire County Cricket Club. Oh. Pippa? Worcestershire County Cricket Club. Captain? Lancashire County oh, Cricket Club. No. Is it? Chris? I, I if in doubt, uh, Leeds, Yorkshire, mm. so it would be Yorkshire. Dom? I too put Yorkshire. Based uh, on nothing else. Tell Toby? Strong Yorkshire, strong England, that's what yeah. they say. Hey! Yeah, it's Yorkshire. And Come Toby, do you want to name them for me? I'm just trying to work it out. Yeah. So, Joe Milan, Root. Milan, Bairstow. Yeah, Bairstow. Root, Brooke, and Rashid. Rashid. Correct. That's it. Yep. Very good. Go. Got them all. Oh. All five of them. That's always the rule of thumb. If it's to, <laughs> if it's a, a place and you don't know, it's Leeds, yeah. it's yeah. Yorkshire. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's Same at Leeds Rhinos. If it's a rugby league question, the answer is always Leeds <laughs> Rhinos. <laughs> And the Olympics. The Olympians are always from Sheffield or That's Leeds. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire. You've got yeah. me. You've yeah. sussed yeah. me. Yeah. Question, number Question number three. 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 Which US state is last alphabetically Pippa? Wyoming. Oh. James? I've just crossed that out. Wisconsin. Chris? I put Wyoming, but I'm not 100% sure it's, if it's a state. Captain? Wyoming. Dom. Wyoming. And uh, Toby. Xylophone. No, Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming is correct. Oh, no. I'm right, three Dom. out of three. Me Without too. cheating. Ooh. But this Question one. Number Question number four. 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 Without a head, I am higher. Oh, <laughs> what am I? Oh. Do you know what, Tobes? You've only just walked in. This has been driving us insane for the last Without 10 minutes. Head. Dom, what, what are you giving us? Do you know what, Rob? I have nothing. nothing I've absolutely nothing. Uh, Captain? A, a giraffe. I don't know. I put a vice principal slash deputy head teacher. Oh. <laughs> As in, that's a head teacher. Rob, that's there, the you, yeah. the so you're a, you're a deputy head <laughs> yeah. because without the head... You're you higher. wouldn't be deputy, you'd be the head. Yeah. Oh, that oh. could be a winner. Oh. I don't hate it. That's that not bad. James. I don't mind it. That's a good one. Did you find that on your phone? Yeah, I Googled it. <laughs> James. I've put overhead, because without head, you're over, and that's a book. Oh, I put all sorts. I was trying an arrow, a headlight. Then I got, went for air head, because without the head, you're just air, which might <laughs> <I laughs> be higher than the other two. I love Chris, the logic. what you got? To be a headless horseman, you need to not have a head. If you are a headless horseman, you are then allowed to ride a horse. 
that means you will be higher yeah. than if you had a head because ah, you, you wouldn't be, on be allowed on the horse you'd be stood up but if you're on wow. the horse without a head you're still higher oh, my answer wow. headless horseman <laughs> <laughs> I love it and just, just by chance does Toby know uh, yeah I put the same as Chris oh, yeah, headless yeah, yeah, horseman okay. <laughs> right. if it down goes one. the obvious <laughs> you've all got one you all used one last night it's a pillow what? Ah, it's a pillow. a pillow. Is it like sinks when you put your head on it? Without a head, it's Yes. Good. Because the pillow is like that, Pip. Without yeah. a head. And then you put your I head on it and the pillow, oh. your head sinks into the pillow and the pillow mm. is not as high. I don't think Pip's I don't understand. I don't, oh, Dobby doesn't understand. I don't understand. Without I, a head, Without a head, I am like, higher. It's more floofy. So when you I go think. to bed and you lay your head on your pillow, your right. pillow goes down, doesn't it? Mine goes up at the sides. Oh, so. I see. Ah, ah, it still the goes weight, down, James, whether it goes up head. at the sides or not. Depends how big your napper is. Yeah. Your napper! Uh, point change. That makes sense now you've said that. You're listening to Radio X. Like pillow talk. Actually oh, pillow talk. talk. Pillow talk, very pillow nice. Talk. I hate that. <laughs> Oh, new pubcast, a new podcast for you, Rob Pillow Talk with Rob <laughs> DJ. <laughs> All right, let's Talk just have a quick, very quick poll. Are you happy with that answer, James? No, Pepper. I think overhead's no. good. Dom? No. Toby? I think Chris's answer was better. Yeah. I, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I no threw, one's getting a point. Oh, so. okay. Okay. No. I threw my answer. And finally, question number five. And finally, question number five. And finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. And finally, question number five. Finally, question number five. Which actor plays Prime Minister Robert Sutherland in the third series of Sky TV's Cobra Rebellion? Dom. Bobby C or Robert Carlyle? Ah, you know, right in that. James. Daniel Mays. Oh. Captain. Oh. Robert Carlyle. Pippa. Robert Carlyle. Chris. Oh dear. Robert Carlyle. <laughs> and Toby. Robert Carlyle. It is Robert Carlyle. It is Robert Carlyle. Big B. Yeah. Mm. Yep. James Wine. Anybody get five out of five? <gasps> no. no. No, obviously not. Four, anybody? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, we've got four. Well done. Well done, uh, Chris. Dominic. Yeah. yeah. Captain, did you get Toby. four? Did you, did you get four? Did you get four? <laughs> no, I would have got three, I oh, think. okay. Three, anybody? Nay. Two, anybody? Yes. Yeah, three. Oh, fat two. A big oh. fat two. Three, I got three. Oh, but Captain got three because he cheated on his phone. And James, you get two, James yeah? got two as well. Oh, no. no. Oh, did you, James. You only got a one? I've got one. Oh. Do oh. like down there, James? <laughs> a big, it's a, it's big a fat long one. way down. Robbie Rob. can't hear Frankie, you. Frankie, what a thicko. Robbie can't hear you when you just shout hello. Lovely one. Hello. <laughs> hello. It's like Steve Penk in a cave. Yeah, very <laughs> Penky, actually. Hello. 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 I'm stuck down here doing wind-ups. Hello. Uh, Can you help me out, you daft cow? Uh, thank you very much, Robert. Cheers, guys. See you next week. Cheers, Bye. Rob. Have a good one. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rob DJ. And his Monday night pub quiz on a Tuesday morning. Right, you ready for the request hour, Tobes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that means go. Yeah. Uh, right, what do you want him to play? Request ours next. The Chris Miles Show. A-D-O-S. The Chris Moyles Show.